All right, Sluts, who's excited? I'm excited. I've never been excited. I'm confused, but also a little excited. <laughs> oh, it's Trevor. He's back. I missed him. Ah, yes. Trevor never We're left. Back. We're back well, on the main he's always there. We're the ones who left. We abandoned Trogdor. Trogdor <laughs> is loyal. He waited for us like a sad dog. Oh, like that. Oh, I can't even make that reference. Cat uh, wouldn't get it. Okay. I know that much about Futurama. Okay. Like, uh, I thought you were going for Little Brother since we were still on Homestar. No. No, I was going <laughs> to go definitely with uh, Seymour Butts. See, my first thought for incredibly loyal dog is that one was it like an akita in japan like he showed up at the train station he was he was a shiba all right yeah the one who showed up at the train station every single day and they wound up making a statue Akita was the name of the dog i think no he's a type of inu okay uh hachiko hachiko that was it hachimachi and he was an akita Okay. Okay. I was wrong about everything, as usual. You're not always wrong. So, on that note, uh, downtime. Downtime. Who's feeling it? Hmm. Who's feeling going first? I thought you were asking who's feeling down. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go first since uh, I, I don't remember who went first the actual last time. But I'll Neither do it this time. Do I. I would have to open up the Audacity file, and I don't feel like doing that right now. Yeah. I'll go first, and I'll do the thing that I wanted to do, because um, that is honestly something Grant would have wanted to do immediately, like the first day Emery and Magpie were available. Okay. He, he is not fucking around when it comes to saving the world. Alrighty. Uh, so, the... I guess three of you, you are taking Magpie with you. Because, uh, Emery is not, their heart is currently not fully healed, so they still have Magpie's spell supporting them. That's gonna be an ongoing thing. Because I looked mm-hmm. it up and what did I say? It was like eight to 12 weeks before yeah, something like an that. entry like that would yeah. heal naturally. So. It's going to be a thing for a while that they're stuck together again. Okay, but how long is it going to take to be to heal cutting cut in half, though? Probably infinity. Infinity days. Sounds fake, but okay. I would I would just say on average is how long that should take. <laughs> we might be able to to do some fake bullshit to get around that, but as of right now, that's an infinity time. So the, the three of you uh, show up at the apartment building, and you take the way up. Emery is kind of playing it a little weird today, because you know that they don't need their cane, but they are very much on their cane today. Ah, anime feign weakness. I mean, that is 100% a thing that... Grant does. He pretends that he needs his wand when he 100% does not need his wand, so he's not finding that weird. Also, it's Emery's turn to have a bird. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Just, I 
really want to know what the hell is up with the I birds. I want to know what's going on with these fucking birds. I'm going to post a picture of it in the Discord. Chloe might actually uh, recognize this bird. Oh, hey, look at that bird. Go hunting? Why would I know that? I don't know shit about birds. You show me a bird, I'll tell you what the fuck. Indigo Munting? That's my first guess. I figured you might know that bird because you named it previously. Is it a grackle? It is a great-tailed grackle. Yeah. We don't have great-tailed grackles over here. We do have some sort of grackle, but not great-tailed. So, Emery is on their cane and has a great-tailed grackle on their shoulder. They've got some kind of, like, weird witch aesthetic going on right now, despite being <laughs> in, like, shorts and a t-shirt, because it's getting into fucking, like, mid-July. Yeah, Grant has abandoned the the vest. Birds are the hip new fashion setters. <sighs> Sentence. Are fashion, hip new fashionists. Fashionists. <laughs> I'm just doing random. This is now on I'll the bottom. Give you as many tries as you want, ape. <clears throat> Birds are the hip <laughs> fashion accessory of 2012. Snail. You're saying it like that means I First can't try. cut out the other parts. Don't. <laughs> Everyone sees my fuck ups. Well, they don't. I tend to edit them out. Why? Don't make me look good. I don't deserve it. <laughs> but you're all my friends, and I want you to look good. Aww. You would not believe how much time I spend editing Colin fucking gumshooing his way over his yeah. sentences. What a fucking call out. No, like, I understand. It's fine. This all stays in. Everyone must know what goobers we are. <laughs> if you want to know what my lie. sentences are actually like, just go listen to the first couple episodes of fucking trend setting. I'm going to start editing those out. I have a program that's going to start editing those out. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, so. The, the three of you can get up there and into the main sort of social area. Emery bought a sort of like I'm in your house gift of a bottle of really nice tequila. Ooh. Hey. And just to be clear, you said that you wanted them to meet Miguel and Lolo today, right? Yeah. Lolo simply because Grant does not want to keep secrets from somebody he is dating and Miguel because Miguel will probably be a legit really good asset. Right. I do want to uh, voice something to you, and this would be something you would know in character at this point. And mm -hmm. that's, you would not be able to have a secret that Lolo knows and Imani does not. Well, then Imani would also be part of this as well. I, f I completely forgot about that, but yes, uh, that would be part of it as well. Okay. The, the three of them are, and it's it's not just the three of them, it's like a ton of other people, but mm -hmm. as the the three of you arrive, Miguel sort of shoes everybody else out to other floors. Just uh, No, actually, that doesn't make any sense to, to clear the main 
social area out for this, you would be meeting on one of the upper floors in like an apartment. We could always meet in my oubliette where so that way there's no magic business going on. I think there needs to be some magic business going on, otherwise Emery dies. Mm. Oh yeah. Fuck right. Never mind then. <laughs> we'll just we'll just cut that out. <laughs> You'll just be uh, meeting in one of the unoccupied apartments on the upper floors of the building. All right. So the the three of you will get in. Emery and Miguel will shake hands and uh, Emery will offer him the bottle and he will uh, look at it quite appreciatively and then like motion for Lolo to get glasses for everybody. Hey, Apis, I think the only, like, resident alcohol drinker, what's the most appropriate way to drink tequila? All right, just shots, and if you're going to be extremely white about it, just, like, salt and a wedge of lime that you bite into. All right, well, Miguel is not going to be extremely white about this. No. He's a fucking Mexican immigrant. I don't know if it's actually traditional. I just know that's what you do at bars when you do shots of tequila. Okay. So the the six of you can sit down and uh, everybody except Magpie can just have a couple of drinks to sort of get the, the social juices flowing. Also, Grant will not be extremely white because fuck it, whatever. And uh, Miguel will then sort of lean back on the, uh, the couch that he's on and says, all right, so what am I here for precisely? We're here because there's a thing I want to tell you, but Emery has to vet for you first. And if they say no, then I'm not allowed to tell you. And Miguel will slide his eyes over to Emery and says, so what qualifies you as a judge of character? And then Emery will like sort of put the, put the tips of their fingers together and sort of drum them kind of nervously between their knees and say it's 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 not so much a um, ju- judge of um, ca- character it's more of a um, a ju- ju- judge of um, situations I I just I I, I, I have maybe some more uh, experience about this that lets me um, know know who's who's good to bring in and who's not. Oh, okay. So you think you can what? Just sit down, have a couple drinks with me, and find out if I'm worthy to know these secrets. I I I wouldn't um, for frame it as um, as wor- worthy. Just um. Just, just, um, s- safe, maybe, is better. Uh, Grant? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out whether I want to have you roll sharp or charm. It depends if I'm using... No, I'm not having you do a move. Okay. Well, it de- in that case, it depends if you want me to have a plus three or a minus one. Well... I'm not thinking about bonuses. I'm thinking about what's most appropriate because yeah, I, know. I want to see if you can discern something about like how these people are approaching this conversation. And I don't know if that's better to have like 
an empathy check or an intelligence check? I think that's, I think that would be more sharp, honestly. In my opinion, and I'm not. No, I'm. I'm. I'm literally not just saying that if because it's my plus three. I'm. I'm saying because I personally feel that would be sharp. I would be saying that would be sharp if it was my minus one. I don't Uh, believe you. I also don't believe you. Uh, No, I will roll charm if you tell me to roll charm. I don't care. You know what? You know what I want you to do. Hmm. I want you. I want you to roll me charm, but the specific nature of this roll says that I think you should get a plus two to the roll. Okay. <laughs> I still fail. Well, I leveled up. Okay. Um, so the uh, like the, the interview kind of goes on, and I'm I'm not super keen on just like talking to myself for yeah. a huge amount of time. So here's what I'm going to say. And like you can you can feel free to like say no to this in character. But at some point, uh, Miguel is going to turn to you and says, Hey, uh, Grant, why don't you uh, just like let us talk for a minute? Uh, actually, I don't think so. Because I, I kind of I kind of actually want to be here for this whole thing. It's extremely important to me. And what, you think you're going to affect the outcome somehow? I mean, maybe. All right. Okay, so now you've made me have to talk to myself for a while. <laughs> um, ho- however, I will say this. I'm going to um, look over at Emery. Like, you don't, have, you don't have to talk to yourself for a while, but, like, I will probably pick up at some point that I notice that Emery is stuttering a lot because... I myself have noticed that Emery is stuttering a lot, even for them. And I'm, I want to try and find a way to, like, you know, help calm them down without it being super obvious that I'm trying to help calm them down. Like, I don't know, like, give them a look of, like, hey, just relax, uh, take a couple breaths, you know, you got this. Okay, so that sounds like a manipulate someone. Okay. And I can use sharp with manipulate someone and if my role would ever go through you would see that it's a 14 okay so here's kind of the thing grant is you like you you do this comforting motion and it sort of bounces off emery hmm they're putting on the fucking show congratulations you have managed to find the thing i had to roll for earlier by another (laughs) route all right yeah, so uh, so between like leaning into the cane really hard and playing up their stutter, and you, and you can even tell they're sort of like they're they're taking like a really heavy backseat to the conversation. They're really letting Miguel steer the direction of things. They're acting very deferential in a way that they don't. They are very much putting it on right now. Alright. In that case, uh Grant will go. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're you're probably right, Miguel. I should um I should probably step out for a little bit. I'll be right back. And then I uh be any more obvious. No, no, like fuck like <laughs> And then Grant will head on out and you know, just wait for the uh conversation to end. Alright, well, 
Is there anything you would like to do in the meantime? Hmm. Let's hang out with Matthew and his fucking Naruto hand signs. Alright, well, you gotta go, uh, you gotta go looking around for Matthew for a bit, but you eventually get told once you're down in the surface, or surface, down in the social floor, that he's on guard duty today. Oh, oh, guard dude, got it. Um, so we're, we're guarding Sam. Or is he just, uh-huh. like, doing a... Okay. So, yeah, I'll head up over to where we're... Uh, right outside to where we're keeping Sam. All right. Yep, and there's Matthew, and he is, like... He is actually practicing his hand signs right now. And he seems to just be, like, muttering the sequence under his breath. Uh, I will not interrupt him, because that would be hella rude. But when he's done, I'm like, you do realize that is, like, the nerdiest thing ever, right? This is coming from me. I don't want to be rude, but you're a fucking nerd. (laughs) Okay, look, look. I figured out my magic when I was 14. Okay, fair enough. I did figure out my magic when I was 16, and that's why the activation phrase to to look through my third eye is peekaboo. You're a big old baby. (laughs) Yeah, and also, like, it actually really works well as this, like, systematized means of casting. I guess. Like, I, I have I have all of my spells down to just muscle memory at this point, and it's just from repeatedly casting them after doing a specific hand sequence. It works for me. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, most of my spells are pretty much muscle memory too, but that tends to happen when you have to use them for actual combat, so... It's a life or death situation. You learn that shit pretty quick. Anyways, uh, how's Sam doing? Uh, well, most of the bleeding has stopped. And, uh, he's functional. He just, we have to keep bringing in, like, boxes of tissues. Other than that, he's unchanged. I feel bad for having to push him that hard. Was it at least worth it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, do you mind if I go in and talk to him about it a little bit? Nah, feel free. Alright, I knock on the door because that is only polite, and then I come in even before he invites me, and I go, Hey, Sam. Uh, hi, Grant. (sighs) And he sniffs. Yeah, uh, I I don't mind. Um, and then I go... I saw him. You saw him? I saw him. And you're alive? Barely, but yeah. Huh. Okay, uh, sure. It was a hell of a thing. Seeing a worm that has several trillion cubic feet of meat of meat in it, on top of a fucking I don't know, angel guy with an invisible sword. But yeah, I saw him. Uh, is he? Did he? Did he get to you? Yeah, I think so. He's uh. 
currently living rent-free in my head now. I heard him a couple times the other day on a job, but electing to ignore him. Uh, well, your election is going to last exactly as far as he wants it to. Yeah, I figured as much, but... Eh. But, yeah. I saw him, and it was... a hell of a thing. But... here's the thing. Seeing him... just... It makes me want to work even harder to beat this fucking bastard. And I'm going to work damn hard every day until I figure out a way to do it. I hardly think that's sort of language. Did you hear him when he just talked to me right now? Or is that just like a one-to-one thing that we had? Uh, no. No, I didn't catch any of that. Alright, cool. Alright. He just told me. You know what? Actually, I'm not even going to acknowledge him anymore after that. So, yeah. Good to know that. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess it's, it's, in a way, it's comforting to know I'm not the only one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, um, there's, there's just so much that we have to do, and... Honestly, I don't think building a big bomb is going to do it. Sam kind of, like, locks up a little and doesn't say anything. I I know, I know you had, like, good intentions, man, but that was 100% not the way to go about it. Uh, roll me plus weird. Actually, roll me plus sharp. Okay. It would have been the same either way. Eight. Okay. Even after all this time, his convictions don't seem to have changed. Listen, I know, like, I, I know you thought you were doing the best thing, but like, that's that's not the way it'll work. It works. These things, they have rules, and I know. He the... nods very slightly. You know. Holy shit, you know. You gotta get better, man. You gotta get better fast, because I have a couple more questions, and I'm sorry to have to put you th- to put you through that again, but this is extremely important stuff, because if we don't put you through that again, there might not be a world to save. He doesn't move, doesn't say anything, and in fact, he kind of locks up in a way that looks a little bit unnatural. Yeah, I, I figure it's that bug thing again. Um, so I go, all right, so get better soon because we've got we've got some work to do. And then I'm going to get up, going to pat him on the shoulder a little bit, and then I'm going to leave. All right. And then you get back outside. Matthew is practicing again. And when he finishes his set, he says, do you, uh, did you get what you need in there? I think I got more than what I need. Hey, uh, when he's feeling better again, if I'm not here, have someone text me. Yeah, we'll do. I'll uh, I'll leave a note. All right, thanks. And then I'm gonna go check up on the status of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
once you get back down to the floor and are like approaching it, the uh, you hear all five of them inside like laughing uproariously. I bet it's a stupid story about me. And then I open the door. Uh, and they all t- turn to you and everyone's like, Good, Grant, Grant, um, well, welcome, welcome back. We were, um, we were just finishing, finishing up. Yeah, I heard the laughter. I am assuming it is a story about me and my, uh, quite frankly, ridiculous plans. Um, no, no, we, uh, we didn't talk talk about you at all actually oh okay surprising but appreciated and then i'll take my seat again Uh, and magpie kind of pats you on the shoulder (laughs) all right and uh so as as you sit down emery kind of rolls their shoulders and says we um we we were just um coming Coming to an 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 understanding that um that um, um who who um Miguel uh, would be uh, allowed to t- tell, and uh, we we've de- decided that it's um it's it's only going to stay with the 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 the, the heads of all of the the families oh that's good all right for 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 now um it will uh stay uh with them and will um we will uh have a a a a conference um myself and the four of them uh sometime in the next month or two. Alright, that's fantastic. Something I have to tell well, basically all of you since this is uh, this is going out in the open. Sam knows. Who's S- Sam? And then okay. Mikhail cocks an eyebrow and says Sam knows what? Sam knows about the pale worm and his great writer. He is Grant, sm- before you get the words great oh, worm oh, and okay. pale writer out of your mouth, I need you to roll me plus weird at a minus two. Oh, oh okay. Damn it. Uh, so <laughs> you get Sam knows about the and then you you lock up and you feel like a bear trap spring in your mind. And you feel yourself say the words, I can't talk about it. Fuck you. Just fuck you. If I can't say that out loud, I am saying that in my mind. You can say that out loud. All right. Oh, that's interesting. Um, are, are you uh, okay? It's just a thing. The, this, the thing the thing that you know we were talking to them about hopefully I'm allowed to say that at least oh um do do I need to go over it I think so yeah okay um okay sure and uh Emery will at this point they will drop the pretense their stutter almost completely dissolves. They're sitting up much straighter. 
They've a lot of the ums and uhs drop out of their speech as well. They're not fucking around anymore. And they explain the situation to Miguel and Lolo and Imani. And the the three of them sort of have like different reactions. Imani just sort of like it's it's a like a low level panic just sort of like in her posture that she can read, but she keeps her face pretty neutral. Okay. Lolo is like outwardly very anxious. Her right leg is she she gets like restless leg in her right leg and she's sort of drumming her fingers on her shoulder. Okay. And Miguel just looks kind of like like ambiently pissed off. Like the more Emery explains, the more his face morphs into a frown and he's like folding his arms a little bit more and leaning back a little bit more. Yeah, so that all that I literally cannot say that. Uh, well, I think I speak for everybody in this room when I say fuck that and fuck them. Uh, I have people here that are my people. And I will not allow anybody to kill them like that. Kill them at all, in fact. I knew coming to you was the right thing. So, Emery, it was a pleasure to meet you, and I don't feel bad at all about how badly you played me there, I can see now. But I have some phone calls to make right now. So, Grant, we'll be in touch. Emery, we'll be in touch. Miss Magpie, it was a pleasure meeting you too. And she just sort of waved. She's got a little glass of apple juice she's just been sort of (laughs) hanging out and he has his phone open before he is out the door all right well glad that most of the people that i'm able to tell have been approved lola like bolts forward in her chair a bit and says so that's all real that's yeah. all that's all real that's all happening. Yeah, that's that is the main reason why we went up north. Fuck. Yeah, and I I've had relationships end because I kept secrets and I did not want to keep that big a secret from you because whew. and her like outward nervous tics are like ramping up a little and Imani kind of coils around her. Yeah. If it will help, I will, and if a hand is free, I will take a hand and I'll be like, hey, hey, it's okay, it's okay, we're here. Come on, we're here. Every and Magpie just sort of like look at them and look at you and look at each other and Emery stands and says, um, Grant, you can, you can get home all right on your own, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Great, great. Thank I'll, you. um, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Uh, I'll I'll let you know when Steve the Hose on his way, so that way you can interview him as well. All right. I'll um. We'll we'll be in touch. All right. And uh, Magpie gives you a little hug around the waist and says, "Bye, Grant." I'll hug her back and I'll be bye, Magpie. And the grackle will fucking squawk at all of you. <sighs> fucking shepherds. 
I don't say that out loud. I don't want to, like, that. that is Colin speaking, not Grant. A bird was very well behaved. It didn't shit at all. It... No, my mom calls grackles shit birds because we want any bird aside from grackles in our backyard, and inevitably, we only get grackles. <laughs> grackles are cute. That's all. That's all my input. <laughs> well, Colin, I'd like to. I'd like to hear your rebut to this point. No, oh, no, I don't. I'm not rebutting that. Okay, <laughs> Grant concedes the point. No, Colin concedes the point. Grant does not care what, have an opinion about grackles one way or another. I'm used to talking about you in character right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, you and Imani help uh, help Lolo through what is what is very much like a, a, a like an immediate panic attack that she is happening. Mm-hmm. If at some point it gets better, because I remember what I was going to say now. Um, if at any point it gets better, I just want to tell the two of them like, hey, you know what the biggest mistake anybody can give? A wizard, time to prepare. And we have like four and a half months to prepare. So, when you say that, Lolo seems to be vibing with you when you say that. Imani looks extremely concerned. We can't do anything rash, but let's just remember that we have time and we can make the best of it and Imani sort of like like presses down on the top of Lolo's head a little and says yes we can't take any rash actions we need to consider all of our options thoroughly before doing anything we need to make the correct intelligent safe decisions right Grant? right exactly and Lolo's kind of nodding along. All right. Okay. Well, this is a very big weight to get off my chest. So thank you, both of you. They'll, they'll both nod at you, and Lolo will give you an Anne hug. Eh, I think Grain is up to the point where Anne kiss is okay, unless this is not a time that Lolo is fine with Anne kiss. You get Anne hug, and that's what you get. Okay. <laughs> this is not the time or that being the correct thing to do. Okay, that is that is fair. I'm just saying like they've been dating for like what, 2 months now? Something like that. Well, people have different issues about things. I don't know what speed is correct for your character. I don't know what you've decided is yeah. the way that Grant functions. No, no, no. I I yeah, I know that, but like I'm I'm trying to remember like how long it's been? It's been about two months, right? I have no idea off the top of my head. Eh, okay, fair enough. All right, who's next? I'll do next. I'll get my we'll thing out of the way because that won't take terribly long, and it'll probably be useful for a lot of things later, actually. Uh, well, you say that, but I was thinking about it, and I found a way to actually extend it into a full-sized event. Like, both of them? I mean, I was going to roll up the whole... Because I took the um, expanding my lab thing. Right. 
And then I was also going to do just to put in the teleporter while I was doing that. Yeah. So okay. that's uh that's gonna be one event. Okay. And I found a way to expand that into a proper event. Alright. Fair. So, Steiner, tell me uh tell me about these expansions to your lab. How are you making them happen? Well, I figure the first, you know, actual lab ex- was a pretty slow project, you know, over the course of like uh, about a decade. And he would just gradually remove more earth and just kind of squirrel it out of, you know, the building. Um, but now he has magic, so we can just go fucking hog wild and not have to be careful about it. Right. Right, right. So, uh, since I have a large new roommate, I guess, um, and this seems like a good time to expand as any, um, Dr. Steiner is currently expanding out his laboratory with a, what is described? Well, let me just back up a minute. I took, as a level up, the Haven move from the expert, since that's an option the super science, the action scientist has. And since I already had a lab... We decided just this was me and I'm expanding it a little bit, so I have a workshop. Well, I'm going to build a workshop. And that is specifically listed as you have a space for building, repairing guns, cars, and other gadgets. So I'm kind of building up like a little garage area that I can just kind of do a little bit larger work area in and kind of move and park my car in for repairs and stuff. You know what I have envisioned in my head is there is a maker space down near Long Beach, and uh, they actually have like garage access and those like big lifters for cars that they have in like right. repair bays. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm putting in a little area in the actual building, the front of the building that I can drive into, and then I have. Like a little thing where the car will actually descend into the lab. Yeah. Into the greater workspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a Batman kind of thing with the Batmobile, except it's just an SUV that I bought. <laughs> okay. See how long it stays an SUV. So I guess, um, I guess I'm getting Morton to help me out with this because he's a metal worker, and he he's lives here. He's a metal worker. And also him big. Him big. So yeah, we're going to have a nice little space for Morton to live in because he was a little bit cramped before and I'll be able to do some larger projects. And if I want to work on my car, maybe make the car souped up in the future, I can do that. Actually, speaking of him being cramped, I just, because I was editing this yesterday, I just remembered I did describe him as like, twice as tall as Roxanne just about, and she's six and a half feet. So, he's like, somewhere between 12 and 13 feet tall. How's, uh, how's he been working out in your lab thus far? I mean, I feel like since it's a building space, I would have built the ceilings a little bit higher than average. You know, so they can move things around and have things in there. But... He's still, you know, got a hunch over most of the time. So he's not great, but I feel at least he's probably happy not to be running around in the desert. Oh yeah, easy. He would he would put up with one of those fucking like Japanese capsule hotels <laughs> that meant that he didn't have to be hauling ass across the desert for the next 
40 fucking years. All right. <sighs> so I figure Steiner has finalized the plans, the, you know, the blueprints and all that for this the previous day. And this morning, bright and early, they're getting up and getting to work here. Yeah. So there's a. Uh, I don't think you ever. You you all haven't explicitly taken off the. Uh, I figured that the never just get like, tired thing. Get hand waved. I've got an entire laboratory, and I'm a mess, sort of a wizard. Yeah, I suppose. I figure in the interim time we could have figured that out. Because I mean, it was just hit it with sword that worked before, right? Yeah, just hit it with sword, and then you have to deal with getting hit back. I think yeah, we'll we'll rig we've rig, I've rigged something up. Because I could sort of absorb the shock if I when I reconfigured the shield earlier, so I figured, you know, I I can just we can hand wave that away. Those those are off. Yeah, that makes sense. And he's probably conked out. Yeah, like Colin says, conked out for like three days minimum. So, but but for today, him being big means that he can move large amounts of earth very quickly. So this construction project proceeds very fast. Yeah, we're just using magic to get rid of this dirt. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel... I don't feel like trying to explain how I'm moving a building's worth of dirt secretly in uh, the middle of L.A. <laughs> yeah, and then you can fucking lay down all of the concrete tiles, put in the wiring and whatever sort of plumbing you want back here. Yeah. Just setting up a nice little building space. Um, I had to actually order and get shipped the hydraulic lifts I needed. Or maybe I made them. Who knows? Who knows? I feel like I could make that. I could make a mechanical arm. I can make a fucking thing that lifts a car up. Yeah, that's not a difficult task. So, everything proceeds ahead of schedule. I must say, Morton, or... Actually, do you prefer Mr. Martin, or do you have a title I could refer to? I feel like we've not really talked. You've been mostly asleep. My title was Forge Master, but I don't think that that's appropriate for social situations. So simply Morton is fine. Excellent. Uh, then you may call me Edwin. Very good, Edwin. Uh, let's see. Uh, we need to um, make you a nice little bit of sleeping quarter here. Do you have preference in beds, or just anything soft? Typically, I sleep on the floor. Well, we have mattresses here, and mattresses are very comfortable. I will then defer to your expertise. It's just, I can build a simple box spring here. We'll work on that. We'll just need to make you a little living space with the comforts that you need. Um... What do you like out of, you know, a little out of your home? Because this is going to be just as much yours as it is mine, at least for the time being. I previously kept my own living space quite sparse. I was more at home in my in my foundry than I was anywhere else. Well, this will be sort of like that. This will be a workshop and your living space. Well, that sort of works out. All right, so we'll just, um, sleeping quarters. Do you want, like, a fridge to keep something in, keep food in? We can work that out quite well. Maybe a sink, running water? I would not object to any of these. Excellent. We'll have those in. Put those. Just, um, pick one of the back corners for your space. 
or any of the corners. I don't suppose it matters so much with underground and all. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take one of these corners and cut. He's getting back and forth the headquarters. And LA traffic is getting to be kind of a pain, and if these notes that Mr. Harrison gave me are correct, I should be able to set this up quite easily. So you um you are correct on that the the notes seem easy in theory, but they are incomplete. Grant hasn't figured out points to point teleportation quite yet. And you don't have an education in magical theory, so you're you're not quite able to like yeah you you don't you can't quite fill in his blanks in their own fashion like you you can't complete the equations that he's failed to complete but you you do have enough know-how to work around them right and if if worse comes to worse i do have several people i know uh some of them on the other side of a dimension who are versed in teleportation. And that, in fact, is kind of the uh, the line you wind up driving at, that the simplest solution might be a sort of relay. Right. I mean, I'm just setting up a single fixed point. I just need to... don't need to be fancy with it. You just need to bounce yourself off of some point in the Feywilds, and then bounce to some other point here on Earth that's you know, sort of pointing at the relay. Okay, so it's sort of like a hallway connecting one point in the Feywilds to Emery's garage. So it sort of serves like two different teleportations. I just gotta have a go-between. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, how cell phones actually talk to each other, which is that they send a message up to a satellite, and that satellite sends it so down okay. the chain, but then to the other cell phone. Alright, I was thinking full stop in Feywilds. You're just... You know, I'm, I'm just bouncing off the Feywilds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. So I just gotta figure out how to do that. Why don't you give me a sharp roll? Okay. That's a ten. That's a ten. Hey, somebody can roll today. Hey, well... Column did get a 14. You got one. That's uh Also Tom Shakespeare. Okay, so based on what you've got so far, you are going to have to like set up a physical relay junction point of some sort in the Fey Wilds proper. Hmm. Ah, I can't do this clean. Alright. Um let's see. Um Molten, I need to make a bit of a trip. See, everything you need should be here. Feel free to finish setting up your little living space uh, and help yourself to anything in the kitchen. Anything else you need, just occupy yourself. You know? Just do as you please. This is your home as well as mine now. Will do. I will continue working down here in this space for the time being, though. If you need anything, Gregory is always around. Literally always around. He surrounds us. He's, he basically is the lab. It's... That's a thought. I might spend this time to get to know Gregory a bit better. Oh, that'd be great. Gregory, I'm sure, would love the company. I do need to set him up in this area, though. He's a little... I need to finish that when I get back. Anyway, I'm going to head out. I will see you in... God, 
uh, since I'm going into the Feywild, it might be quite a bit, but not a lot longer than a day, but you know. Safe travels, Edwin. Right. You enjoy yourself here. Yeah. You can drive yourself on over to headquarters, mm -hmm. and Emery will let you in once you arrive. Uh, good morning, Emery. Oh, wait, what time is it? I've got sort of lost track. I've been, I've been busy today. It's it's afternoon time now. Uh, good afternoon, then. Uh, how is how is our um, fugitive? I don't. Uh, I'm going to call him a guest, but he's quite well. I'm expanding the lab out a little bit, and I've set him up him a little living space. And last I left, he and Gregory were having a lovely chat. And I am here because I need to head to the Feywilds for a moment. I'm setting up sort of a teleportation between my laboratory and your crotch, and I. The only way I can figure out to do that, maybe you know a better way, is um, sort of bouncing myself off Feywilds like a relay. So I just need to set up a point out there. Uh, no, I I don't know of a know of a better way. Uh, I I am to magic what Grant is to your robotics. Right. I should talk to Magpie, of course. Of course. Sorry. Um, is Magpie? Well, of course, Magpie's here. What am I saying? Yeah, I'll I'll go get her. Um, you just right, I'll go... be in the garage. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you can go hang out in the garage, and in fact, you should probably like scope out a point to have your um your fucking uh your teleportation spot. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't take too much of your too much of the garage up. Huh? That's just rude. But it'd be very, just, it'd be very convenient. Uh, let's see. I mean, I don't see why right next to it if there isn't an option. Hi, Steiner. Hello, Magpie. Uh, I am on a little bit of a project today. I'm trying to set up a direct teleport from my laboratory to your house. And I don't know if you know a better way to do this, but the only way I could discern between what I've learned in Mr. Harrison's notes uh, would be to kind of just relay myself off of the off of the Feywilds to do so. So I was hoping to head out and set up a relay point. Ah, uh, no, it's not a problem at all. What uh, what court do you want? Ah, uh, well, I suppose Winter would be the most sensible. I already have a bit of a rapport with them. I feel like they would be the most open to. Sure thing. Excellent. You want? Uh, well, no. You have to stay here with. I keep forgetting that. I'm sorry. Can I bring you anything back? Um. No. No, I think I'm okay. All right. Uh, does Emery want anything? Actually, actually, if if it isn't too much trouble, could you just like bring me back a couple handfuls of snow? I can do that. Yes. Uh, I'll make sure this is the last thing I pick up. Thank you. I won't ask what you need with these, but I can surmise. Uh, also, um, I do hate asking this, but I will need a point to set up in your garage, if that is all right. Yeah, that's fine. You basically almost never park the car in here. So just... Excellent. Uh, well, we can clear out a corner. Just tell us how big it needs to be, and we can put whatever you need down in there. Well, that would make it a little bit larger, because... 
I figure we might have to put Morton through it at some point. So, lot larger than usual. Again, I'm sorry to ask, this is a bit presumptuous, but uh, it just it's just going to save a lot of time getting back and forth. Uh, no, it's it's not that big of a deal. Excellent. Excellent. All right, I will be back as soon as I can. I get a couple handfuls of snow. Yes, please. Righto. She will zap you into the winter court. I'm just going to assume at this point that I remember to bring a jacket because we've done this enough times. Yeah, it's a, that's a fair thing to declare. Though it's um, even then, it's a bit of a uh, it's a bit of a, a change because you're in mid July in California, going yeah. to a winter like wonderland. Stepping into um, kitchen freezer. Like, have you ever done that? Anyone here has worked in a kitchen like that? Kitchens get hot, man. When I worked in a kitchen, I would and use. Then you to, go into an icebox. Yeah, I would just step into the freezer, or not the freezer, the fridge, for a couple minutes during a shift just to cool the hell off. Oh, I've definitely done that, yeah, when I worked in the cafe. So as you materialize, Shanai greets you. Hello, Shanai. Um would be the best. I suppose I need to set up um, sort of a permanent relay point, if that makes any sense. I just need a small, a very small allotment of land for an experiment. Uh, who would I talk to about that? Uh, well, that sounds like you want a joint meeting between the Queen and the court scientists. Uh, is that going to be too much trouble? I have... I have time. Well, let's go see who's available. Excellent. I will follow your lead. She will lead you out of the teleportation square, down the main promenade, and up to the outdoor court of the Winter Court Thrones. And Lycar and Wenrein are both present. Right. Um, I bow and address them. But, you know, stall, and roll. Ah. Doctor, it's been quite a while since we last spoke. How have you been? Ah. Uh, you know, um, busy, complicated. But carrying on. I see. How have you been, actually? It's rude of me not to ask. How have you been? I hope you have been well. Also busy, also complicated, but also carrying on. So, not to waste any time, the reason I am calling today is I would like to set up a bit of an experiment. I'm attempting to set a fixed teleportation point between, well, two points. And uh, if, my find, if my figurings and Mr. Harrison's notes are correct, the easiest and most efficient way to do this is to set up a relay in Feywilds. So I would ask for a small allotment of land in order to do this. It would be very small. I see. Well, that shouldn't be too much of a problem, but we should definitely bring some of our scientists in to determine exactly how much you'll need and to figure out the best place to put it. And I assume they will also... um, Of course, I am not asking this without compensation. I will, of course, offer... Make an... Or you can ask of me whichever is more appropriate. Well, unlike some of the other courts, 
I take my contract with the Ravens to be a very serious thing, and so I am more than willing to accommodate you if you aren't asking too much of me. Well, that's quite lovely, but I, I'd feel bad if I didn't offer to at least something. Well, we can work that out later. I, I certainly wouldn't ask anything unproportional, and before I could do that, I would have to know what the proportion is. So, and she right. claps her hands and points, and a couple of court attendants bow and walk off towards the labs to fetch a couple of science types. So, and uh, so while you are waiting, the the queen says, "By the way, is that arm new?" Uh, yes, I lost the old one, unfortunately, in a hunt. Um, I have actually taken it as an opportunity to completely rebuild and redo the arm. It incorporates quite a bit more uh, magic than of our human technology. Oh, goodness. That must have been quite an opponent to have robbed you of your arm. It, was, it wasn't one of ours, was it? No, no, no. Nothing like that. It's just... It's an ongoing thing, actually. I don't... I don't think I'm actually allowed to say much about it. They want to keep that, um... Well, I'm I'm rambling, but it's... Probably saying too much already. Uh, we didn't quite get it, but it's... It's, a, it's quite a long story, but it was quite a fearsome opponent, and... Yeah, panic. It's damn right, panic. Actually, I could just lie and say it was like the psychopomp. Well, I would be... If it is an ongoing issue, I would be happy to offer my aid if I could. I would have to talk to Emery about that. They are, of course, in charge, and I'd have to run anything by them. But um, aid would most... I am sure they would not be opposed to aid. Uh, again, I can't speak for them personally, but... This seems like uh, something that we might actually want to call in help with, depending on the severity. But for the time being, it is not so much a threat. It's just out of our range, so to speak. Hmm. Yes. If I may be so bold, my understanding is that you have some sort of line of communication directly back to your world. You could ask now and... Emery could decide on it. Ah, uh, yes, that's in the lab. Is, isn't that the point-to-point -point communication is in their lab here? Yes. Alright, so I'd have to... Well, wouldn't I have to go to the lab here in order to use that? Yeah, but I mean, that's not a big ask. Right. Uh, I can do that, actually. Um, if you'll... Uh, excuse me for a moment. I will have to go access the labs. Um... I mean, I don't want to leave you here waiting alone, but... No, it's right. perfectly fine. Go right ahead. All right, I uh, shall return post-haste. And yeah, I head off down to the labs to the access point. And actually, on the way, you pass the uh, the court attendants who went to go retrieve the scientists with Kiyusagi, the Lagomorph. Ah. Oh. Um, they were on their way out. This is a bit. Uh, I was going to use the access point for a moment, but that can wait. It's not an issue. I'll just follow you, then. Oh, no, 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 no. It's perfectly fine. The queen can brief me on what the problem is, and then we can All right. probably make a, the first couple of steps while you're sending out your message. Excellent. This will just take a moment. All right. 
It's good to see you, by the way. Yes, yes, likewise. All right, so how do we word this? Just send off to Emery. I guess we could relay through my lab, and I guess Gregory would text it to Emery. Yeah, Gregory has phone access at this yeah. point. Yeah, you can basically just like send a message to Gregory. Hey, Gregory, ask Emery if it's cool to yeah, just send them like, brief Wenrine. Should while I'm here, ask him if they have any information that they could offer about the Pale Rider and what did I even call him? Squirms Gargantua and Bargainman Sephiroth. <laughs> so yeah, just fire that off. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then you can make your way back out. Oh, uh, yeah, not going to bother to wait for a response. Are you? It's up to you. I mean, I'm not going to wait for, like, terribly long, but I'll give it, like, three or four minutes. Yeah, so, um, so I'll say, uh, just before you turn around, you get a ping from Gregory saying, please stand by, message incoming. Okay. Then, like, another minute passes for the fucking text message to (laughs) beam through this fucking pinhole. Why is that my, my, my default wait music? I don't understand. What is? Just that little fucking girl from Ipa Nina song. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, like, when do you think elevator music? Why is that the first thing that comes to mind? I couldn't tell you. So yeah, the, the message that you get back from Emery is, go ahead, but please try to impress on her that we do not want any sort of fey invasion to solve the problem. Understood. All right, and now I will head back. All right. So yeah, the uh, the two of them are seem to be talking business once you arrive. Uh, sorry about that delay. Um, I thank you for the use of the terminal. We did get a response, so I, um, I will wait until after we've discussed our business current for bringing that up, though. Of course, of course. Kiyu here has informed me that it should not take too much space, depending on what your design for the relay is. I'm going to say that the relay is not going to have to be... I don't think it would have to be any larger than the actual teleport pad or runes. Just the important part is that it's protected from element... I'm... Oh, I'm talking out of character now. Um, let's see. Let's see. So he said, um, Morton's a big dude. Big minotaur man. Somewhere between 12 and 13 feet tall and appropriately muscularly wide. He's He's got a blacksmith's build. Yeah. So we want this to be fairly large for moving objects between the areas, but not huge. So I was thinking more like um, a six by six square and about 13 or 14 feet tall. Is that um, doable? Hmm. Six by six, six by six. Yes, 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 yes. We should have a dis... Oh, you know what we could do? We could set it up near the uh, solar panel arrays that we set up for Butler. Ah, I forgot about those, actually. Yes, that would be perfect. All right, uh, let's get, if there's no reason to delay, if we could get on that. No, absolutely. We can get on that right now. All right, I will show you my notes. Um, I believe you can check over these. You would probably know more, know better than I do, but I believe these are correct. 
So the the two of you can head on over to the arrays, and your work is very nearly 100% correct. There's just a, a few modifications that she wants to make. Like more efficiency, stuff like that. I don't yeah. know if efficiency is a concern for infinite energy, but... It winds up being a matter of space efficiency. Because this is a relay, you don't actually materialize down here. Okay, yeah. So we don't have to have it as large. Yeah, so she does manage to just like build on your theories and winds up shrinking the relay array by like 50%. Ha! Huh. I knew these were the right people to talk to. I'm quite impressed. That's... In, that's a great deal of space saving. Yes, well, that's what happens when you have a couple hundred years, I guess. I don't really keep track of how time flows on your side, but I think it's a couple hundred years at this point worth of experience working with the theory behind magical relays. Hmm. Well, I'm just going by notes of a friend and my own learning, but uh, yes, this seems to be you have a pretty astounding capacity for picking all of this stuff up in such a short time. It's a bit unusual, but that's just how things are, it seems. I'm not... I'd learn to stop questioning it. She seemed to pick things up like that. All right. Uh, let's see. Make sure that this is working properly. Um, let's see. I'm going to make... I'm going to send a message real quick. One moment. And I'm going to t send a message to both Morton, I guess, yeah, I, Morton via Gregory and Emery. And I want Morton to just, like, grab, like, a wrench or something and throw it to the teleporter and then Emery see if it comes out the other side. Uh, fully intact and not Cronenberged up. Yeah, testing it on something not alive, not organic, seems like a good first move. So, yeah, it, uh, it, it takes a couple of minutes for the the message to get to Earthside and then everybody to do their thing and then the, the return message to get back. The response you get is that Magpie wound up having to juice the portal on their side in the garage. But oh. other than that, it worked perfectly. Excellent. Um, it seems like everything is working properly on our end. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. Now, uh, let's see. Uh, let's get back to the Queen and we can discuss compensation. And again, I thank you so much for your assistance on here. It's been invaluable. And again, this just this use of space and everything else. Just, I can thank you so much. Well, space wasn't mine to give away, but I'm more than happy to work with you on your work with magical technology. Yes, it is quite fun to explore just an entirely new branch of science magic. Hmm. Got to come up with a better name for that. While you're here, actually, I was hoping you could help me with something. Oh, of course. One of the texts that I got from your side from Gregory? Am I getting that name correctly? Yes. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, one of the texts that I got from over there mentioned something about superconductors. I'm not entirely certain that I understand how that works. So you've put me on the spot now. Because my understanding is that superconductors are just better conductors of electricity, and I'm worried that I'm wrong now. 
So, okay. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, you, you are, you are in the correct ballpark. Essentially what superconductors are is that uh, they are a type of material that once you drop their temperature down below a certain threshold, they <laughs> undergo an almost like change in state of matter, but not really. And their electrical resistance goes down to very nearly zero. I knew it was something to do with temperature, but I couldn't remember what, and I didn't want to embarrass myself more than I already am. It's fine. Uh, all right, superconductors. Okay, so that's... Uh, it's, it's... I forget what type of materials they usually are. It's usually just like metals or sir. Let's see. Mercury and lead alloys uh, hmm. are superconductors. There's a niobium-titanium alloy, germanium-niobium, niobium-nitride. Actually, certain ceramics, yes, uh, magnesium-dibride huh. is, uh, is a superconductor. All right, I assume Steiner can just li list this shit off of his, his head because... Yeah, easy. Yeah. Uh, so a superconductor is a term we use for specific types of alloys or other materials that if you drop their temperatures have a strange property where they start being much more efficient collectors of electricity um some of them are like uh, mercury you might know as uh, or you might know that as quicksilver lead alloys things like I'll, I'll write you a list actually i'll just write out how to do the whole damn thing i would appreciate that very much yes yes Considering that magic and electricity tend to conduct in extremely similar ways, I was wondering if there was such a thing as a magical superconductor. But I wanted to have a better understanding of how electrical superconductors work before I started trying to create one of my own. That's quite an interesting thought, actually. Yes, I'll have to explore that myself. We'll compare notes. We can compare notes from the future. I'm excited now. Excellent, 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 excellent. Just shot this down. So, at this point, the two of you are uh, back in the throne. Thank you, Ma thank you, Queen Winran. It went quite swimmingly. We ended up using less space than initially thought, thanks to Miss Sagi here. Excellent. I'm extremely pleased to hear that you were not only able to accomplish it, but were able to, I suppose, improve on your initial designs. Indeed. Um, again, I am fully prepared. Upper any kind of compensation that you ask for. Um, let's see, what could... I have a designs for a stun ray pistol. Perhaps that? I would certainly take that, but to be perfectly honest, we have set aside that entire area as off-limits. We do not wish to impinge on Butler's ability to function properly, so nobody really goes back where those arrays are already. Oh, well, that works out. Had you needed to set up outside of those, I certainly would have asked for something in return, but like this, not at all. Well, if you insist. Um, how is Butlerbot doing, by the way? Is he still functioning properly? Are you happy with his service? Butler has decided to go exploring. Hmm. How long ago was this? By now... Two or three months. He returns every so often, but right. he takes a large number of batteries with him and seems to be drawing his own maps. I've assured him that we 
do not want for a cartographer, but he seems to be enjoying himself. So I am not fighting him on it. Well, if you're all right with that, and he seems happy. I am a little concerned that eventually he may pass into the wilder parts of my kingdom. But for now, he is staying in the very safe domestic areas. Would you like for me to talk to him? Perhaps warn him about uh, the wilder areas? Or I could build you a, a new butler, a different butler, Bart, with um, a bit less focus on the higher intelligences that might not decide to wander off. Not that it's wrong that he's wandering off or anything. It's just, if you do want the mechanical butler, I can make you another one. No, he has very much become a proper court citizen, and he was initially a gift from Hugh, and so who am I to begrudge the life this gift has taken? Yes, it's quite interesting. I don't understand. I mean, I not, again, uh, not, I don't mean that I'm not happy about this, but I don't understand why these machines that I infuse with more magic seem to be gaining more intelligence. It's quite interesting. I'm going to have to look into that. That's cool. Hmm. Perhaps once he decides to settle down or reaches the limits of his capabilities, we will bring him back to the labs and study him more thoroughly. With his consent, of course. Of course. It's an interesting phenomenon, though. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, I don't want to ramble. Uh, I do have one other thing I would like to talk to you about. Um, I did talk to Emery, and they have consented to um, talk to you about our ongoing problem. If it is possible, I would... Um, this is sort of a need-to-know thing. Of course, of course. Kyo, if you could, please. And she says, yes, of course. Of course, my queen. I was in the middle of something, and I am hopping to get back to it. Oh, I'm sorry to distract you from your work. My apologies. No, it's not at all. This was a fascinating diversion, and it didn't take up very much of my day. So, thank you for the opportunity to work on this new project, Doctor. I will be looking forward to those superconductor documents soon. And I will send them over as soon as I'm able and um, it was great working with you. It's good to see you. And say hi to Mihebi for me, would you? I will. Thank you. Goodbye. She'll beat feet back to the lab. Rabbit puns. I'm doing them on purpose. <laughs> I think I will cause puns on purpose. As a treat. All right, so I'm just going to... Everyone not essential to this room. Just wait for them to clear out. Yeah. It's just the two of you. Oh, wow, really? No guards or anything? Uh, she'll, like, sort of, like, wave everybody off so that they're out of earshot. All right. Uh, so this is, um... Actually kind of a s- quite serious matter. It's not actively a threat, but it's also um, sort of a time limit. Uh, well, let's start, let's start very simple. Um, do the words the Great Worm and its Pale Rider mean anything at all to you? Steiner, I would like you to roll me plus sharp. 
at a minus two. Uh, okay. That's a six. All right, well, so you don't see anything happen, but she answers you. We can't talk about that. I see. And then she puts her hands on your shoulders and says, We can't talk about that, and neither can anyone affiliated with any of the courts. And then she takes a step back from you. Right. Uh, okay then. I did not expect that, but in retrospect, I probably should have. So, there is no way you would be able to offer us any kind of aid or vice versa. Neither my court nor any other courts, nor anyone affiliated with any of the courts can talk about it. That's some very powerful magic. Wow. Well, I am sorry to have brought it up at all then, but... There's no need to apologize. You couldn't have known. All right, well... It was worth a shot. Uh, I thank you again for your time and the use of, well, your land. And again, if there's anything you would like in return, I can offer it freely and just anything at all. You know how to contact me. You have the line. I do. And rest assured, if I ever think of anything, I will let you know. But for the time being, you needn't worry. Well, it was... Actually, quite a pleasure talking to you, uh, aside from that little bit. Uh, I will take my leave now, if that is perfectly all right. Oh, uh, oh, um, uh, I, just to be sure that I'm not trespassing, uh, I have been requested to bring a couple handfuls of, sn- handfuls of snow back. Is that perfectly all right? That should be just fine, yes. All right. Again, thank you for your time, and I will be taking my leave. Have a wonderful rest of your day, Doctor. You have a wonderful rest of your day and several other days, and just have a wonderful rest of everything, actually. (laughs) Yes, you can scoop up a couple of handfuls of snow on your way out, and you find yourself back in the garage. So, seems like everything is working properly. Here are your handfuls of snow. Magpie causes them to levitate and then just, like, presses them into herself. All right. Oh, right, because heat. It's very hot. I should take this jacket off. I suppose is Feywild snow that much better than normal snow, human snow? I don't want it to say tends to human. last longer. Well, I hope that cools you off at least. So, Emery, um... When I asked Queen Renrein about you-know-who, she got directly in my face and told me plainly and openly that no one in any of the Feywilds is allowed to talk about that. Emery kind of puts their hands on their hips and looks a little dejected. But then Magpie pipes up and says, Could you repeat her exact words to me? I... I do that because I don't 
was something. It was something like, I'm not allowed to talk about that or something like that. It was, she can't talk about that. No one in her court can talk about it and no one affiliated with any of the other courts can talk about it. Yes, that. That is what I say. So Magpie looks thoughtful and says, that's weirdly suspicious. And oddly specific. Hey. Yeah. And that matters. That matters a lot for Faye because we we do like verbal contracts a lot. And so we're, we're real good at being real specific with language. Ah. So if she is being that specific with her, if she's putting it that way, she means it that way. Right. Uh, thought occurs. I don't know if he would know anything, but I don't think Morton is technically associated with any of the courts right now, is he? I I don't know if he is. I suppose it wouldn't hurt to check. Any source of information we can get. Right. I see. Um, let's see. Well, I drove here, so I can't teleport back because I need my car, but... Um, this teleport should be now uh, freely functioning just between here and this new area in my lab. So anytime you want to stop by, anytime Roxanne wants to stop by. Oh, Steiner, you don't, you don't know what you've done to yourself. Uh, Have shenanigans now. Hey, 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 Steiner. I just invited a gremlin into my home is what I've done. Hey, Edwin, um, uh, out of curiosity, um, are you... Are you eating um, three three square meals a day, and they're all like, well nutritionally balanced? Um, well, yes, I've reprogrammed Lunchbot to have a more balanced diet. Yes, and he also will poke at me if I'm too busy to work, too busy working to eat. But I'm doing I, better. I I see. I see. Noted. Okay. I'm just going to leave that as it is. All right. I'm going to get back. I don't want to leave Morton alone too long. This is a strange world for him. Yeah, that's probably wise to just keep an eye on him until he's over the culture shock. Right. I'm not going to ask him today, by the way. Just just in the future. That's an avenue possibly. I don't want to upset him. Sure. Sure. Ah. Right. But again, you know how to get to me now, and it's quite easier. Emery drums the tips of their fingers against each other in a way that can only be described as sinister. And says, y- yes, I, 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 I understand. I'm just going to ignore that. Um, good day. You can drive yourself back home, put yourself back in. Uh, oh, actually, I meant to ask, but forgot. Have we gotten anything on that um, new Glamour? Any information on that yet? Oh, uh, that's... uh, No, it hasn't finished coming through yet, but should be shortly. Okay. Alright. going to text Gregory just to make sure that Morton is clear because I'm going to test out my new crotch. Ah. Yep. 
You get a response that he has been cleared out. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to clear out of the entire room. He just has to not stand under the hydraulic lifts. Yeah. Because either one of the one of them will break, and I think it might be the lifts, actually. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, so you get the all clear, and you can drive in, and the lifts work perfectly. <sighs> a little bit like Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm back. Welcome back, Edwin. Indeed. Have you had a good conversation with Gregory? It was... interesting, to be sure. Learning more about Earth, I see. Indeed. There is quite a lot of information for me to catch up on. Yes, there's quite a lot. I see you've set up your living area. Uh, is everything to your liking? It is very close to what I remember having back home. Excellent. Any kind of comfort I can offer you, please do not hesitate to ask. I will keep you posted. Right. Um, so, the uh, teleport seems to work perfectly. Um, it takes you to uh, the house that we brought you to initially. Well, not, not the first house, the second one. Sorry, I should clarify. Um, you can travel between there. Just make sure that you stay away from windows until you get that new glamour. That's, uh, I checked on that. That's not quite done, but you see it's coming. I see. In the meantime, uh, I am getting a little bit hungry, actually. I will have lunch bar. Or do you, uh, I can more to take out, actually. It's a lovely little noodle shop just up the street here. I am extremely unfamiliar with Earth cuisine. Well, this will be a learning experience. Uh, how do you do with spicy food, by the way? I cannot get enough. Excellent. I will place a to-go order and I will pick that up. In the meantime, I'm going to say hello to Gregory. So, Chloe. Yes, 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 yes. Hello. Hello. Do you want to do? Do you want to do your thing or my thing? Uh, your thing makes more sense to start with. All right. So, one day, while you are sort of chilling out at home, texting Gregory about Homestuck, which is a thing that you previously <laughs> set up as a thing that you asked him to do. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You that you hear a soft hissing sound and you smell hot metal which is not something that's happened to you in a while oh okay i recognize this one it's it's the sultans that's right uh-huh uh i guess i go answer the door and pick up the ladder uh-huh presumably it is outside the door and it uh the the letter is it it basically says hi roxanne We've tried to give you as much space as we possibly can, but we kind of need some answers. So, if you could, please. Is what it says in much less informal words. Right. Hmm. 
I guess I'm only I only need to tell them about what happened in uh, Elysium, but I feel like that would just lead into talking about the Great Worm and the Pale Rider. I probably need permission to talk about that with the Sultans. Hmm. You could probably just go ask Emery. Yeah, I'll just go ask Emery. That would be a thing Roxanne would do. Ask Emery. Yep. Hey, Emery, uh, are you busy? Uh, no, not at all. So the Sultans want to see me about, um, everything that happened in Elysium, which I told them I would tell them, obviously, because they were the ones that gave me the maps and all of my information on how to get there. Um, and I feel like if I tell them about Elysium and all of this, it's going to lead into having to talk about the Pale Rider. So I guess I'm saying where are we standing as far as telling the Sultans what's going on? I'm not really a big fan of lying or keeping things from people, but if you need me to, I will. Um, well, the... See, my, my, my main concern with um, just telling people in general is it getting around and causing a panic and bringing a lot of uh, people here who I feel part of my language um, think their dicks are real big and having them make the problem worse. And I don't see the sultans doing that so I think it should be okay to tell them yeah okay I suppose that's fair I uh, I guess I only brought it up because of I mean I brought it up because I need your permission because I because of that but also because of uh, the thing with the uh, psychopomp I guess I was worried that we might have another salt and decide that they need to come here personally, but... Um, that's, that's a good point. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think here. Okay, so... So, so last time we got and we, we got a warning that it would happen. And I feel like we would get another warning if it was going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And so... Unless you don't plan to tell them in the next several hours, I think we should be okay. Because we we would have gotten the uh, the warning on a second breakthrough months ago, maybe even years ago. Because that's the sort of time frame yeah. that the the Yamer family works on, and we we haven't gotten it. So. I, I don't. I don't think we're in any danger of that right now. Okay, that makes sense to me. All right. Well, um, I'm going to get going then, if uh, that's all right. Yeah. Just good luck. Be be safe. Yeah. I'm going to. Uh, I'll probably be out for a little bit, and I will. You know, I will keep an eye out, or two or three. <laughs> and with that, Roxanne would just immediately teleport away. All right. Where precisely are you teleporting to? 
I think it would be rude to teleport straight into the palace. <laughs> so outside the palace, you know, just a little bit, a little ways away from the palace to walk up and enter like a normal person. Not like some sort of uh, door crashing weirdo that teleports everywhere. I mean, I'm sure you could get away with it at this point, but all right. Look, manners are important. If you say so. Uh, so, the doorman knows by now that you are to just be let in, so you can get let in and can make your own way back to the throne room as you like. Mm-hmm. And six of the nine sultans are present. Makes sense. Washington, Cleopatra, Montezuma, Catherine, Osmond, and Arthur. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, I just gotta mentally remember exactly what happened here. Uh, hello, everybody. I guess, uh, they're waiting for me. They were, in fact, waiting for you. You were acknowledged the moment that you set foot in. And in fact, uh, they all hopped down off of their thrones as soon as you showed up, and you were brought back into Arthur's personal chambers. Oh boy. All of you were, because you, Arthur just kind of can't let go of some things. So there's a big old round table in his room. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there would be. <laughs> yeah, okay. King Arthur gonna King Arthur. I'm just imagining Roxanne, like, sitting in a, in a chair that's too big for her. Actually, I guess not quite anymore. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you're bigger than some of the sultans now. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, fair. So, yeah, the... Seven of you can sit down, and they all look to you expectantly. All right. And so I apologize for not coming in sooner. I, um... There's relatedly good news, I guess. Um, some new information that you would probably want to be privy to has um come up. But I will get to that when it's relevant. So, Elysium. It, uh, as far as I can understand it spatially, it's the other side of the Deadlands, like a like a like a coin. Um, I when I walked through the gate, it. Uh, I guess I walked along the edge of the coin and came through it, came out through another gate, and I met the residents. It's, uh, they are, uh, the ones who I get my orders from, I guess, through, that is, and... As far as I understand, Elysium is a place where um, souls that have information that can't be forgotten and can't be let out 
are kept, as far as I understand it. Um, and I met the the leader of Elysium, and uh, I guess Roxanne would just you know explain what the blind air looks like. I met the blind air, and they uh, were not forthcoming about anything that I could really ask them. I may have lost my temper slightly. <laughs> and they decided that my form wasn't fit for doing the work they had set out for me. And that's how I ended up this way, the way that I am. Before I go any further, is, have I not explained anything uh, well enough? Uh, is there, any of you have any questions? They'll sort of look contemplative for a moment, and then Osmond leans forward and asks, when you say that the blind air was not forthcoming, do you mean that they offered you nothing at all? Hmm. They told me... Ah... Uh, this is everything that I gathered from the conversation. That there was something that couldn't be allowed to happen. And I was in charge of protecting somebody who would be important in making sure it did not happen. I've recently learned what we are trying to stop, I guess. But at the time, he, they would not uh, give me any answers. They, there seems to be some sort of limited precognition that they have access to, as far as I can tell. Um, and they seem to think that telling me things before it was natural for me to learn them would negatively affect the outcome. That is what I learned personally before I was um, unceremoniously dumped outside, as far as my recollection goes. Does that answer the question at all? Thus far, yes. Although we would certainly like to know what your mission is if you have learned of it. Right. Or more specifically, what the target of your mission is. You did say that you were trying to prevent something. Yes. Uh, this is the thing that I had just recently learned about that I was, uh, that I spoke of a moment ago. I don't remember who was here. I believe when I came in with my brother and we asked about uh, the Great Worm and its Pale Rider. But we've learned that it is a we are being... I am charged with protecting somebody, Dr. Steiner, who uh, was here when I first introduced myself. The Pale Rider is... the former person in charge of Elysium. And the Great Worm is... bigger than I could possibly relate to you in size. We only have until 
December 21st of this year. Roughly like four months, I believe, left. Until the Pale Rider is going to wipe out every human being on Earth, as well as whatever Fae stand against him, as far as I can tell. That is quite a mission you've been given. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot. We are trying to muster as much as we can possibly muster to put a stop to this. We'd initially, we learned about the the date through um, a message left behind by a monster that we had hunted. A giant monster with two sirens for head. And we had, uh, Dr. Steiner, as well as some other people, had worked on translating the message we had received. And it referenced, I believe, some Mayan texts regarding the end of the world. As far as I'm... No, I know, I'm... <laughs> unfor- I am, uh, not as well-versed in some of these things as I should be. Now, Arthur kind of folds his arms and leans back and, like, rubs his hand over his face and says, Yes, I do recall the monster that you speak of. It was one of the ones that slipped past me. Well, it's... it's taken care of. (sighs) If that's any consolation. Yes, it seems to have been destiny of a sort. I mean, if it hadn't, we may not have gotten to the information that we needed in order to get to where we are currently, I suppose. I'm uh, sorry, it's just a lot to process, and I have been planning a lot of this planning a lot of what I need to do, what I'm supposed to be doing, and haven't had time to actually go through what I was going to tell all of you. So if this is a little jumbled, you'll have to forgive me. No, it's quite alright. We are piecing together a very distressing puzzle as it is. So, With all of this information in mind, I suppose our next question will have to be what our next move is. Yes, I, uh, I suppose so. I would, um, (laughs) like to say that I hope none of you are planning, uh, to come to Earth. Because that would be bad. I guess I don't need to tell you that. No, but it may be better than the alternative. Hmm. Presumably. Though I think I'd like to raise the point that if you all are what you are because of uh, interference from Elysium, then confronting 
what is presumably someone with all of the knowledge of Elysium may be more dangerous than dangerous to success than helpful. I've already experienced some of that myself. We confronted him face to face and he tore out a part of me conceptually, a conceptual aspect of myself and I needed to be fixed. All of them look pretty distressed at that. I am I'm fine if you're worried about that. But it seemed like he was planning on my being there and it was part of his plan to take hold of those aspects of myself. I believe that I'm no longer in danger of being attacked like that, but I just wanted to make sure you were aware. Yes, yes. You see. Well, if anything, then we shall reserve our direct interference for an even laster resort than we were before. Yeah. Yes. Um, probably for the best. Hopefully it never comes to that. <sighs> well, aside from that route of assistance, as it were, there isn't too much we can do confined to here that... And Washington kind of looks around. Any of us can think of immediately, so... For the time being, we are at your disposal. Ah. Uh, well. I'm trying to... So far, I've been trying to get a better measure of what he is capable of as an opponent. He has a, uh, a sword uh, that is invisible to the naked eye that creates wounds that can't be magically healed. And that presents a serious risk if we're, if we're going to do battle with him again. I don't suppose a sword that powerful would be something that any of you would know about. Certainly nothing any of us have ever heard of, no. But I suppose if you can give us more information on its properties, a number of us are quite skilled mages. Right. Um, I forget. Did Roxanne actually see what the sword looked like? Or was it invisible to her? It was invisible to you, but Grant saw it, and I can think of no good reason why he would have kept it to himself. Right. 100% okay. would not have. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was made of a blue crystal, I believe. It's the same crystal your eyes are made of. Yes. <laughs> like this, and Roxanne points to her eyes. It was... He could control it without touching it. Telepathically, magically, however you'd like to phrase that. He was very fast or could teleport. That much I know. Well, none of us have 
any real knowledge of teleportation. We could study the crystal, but we would need a sample of it. I could maybe procure some from... <laughs> I'm a little loath to just pluck one of my eyes out and give it to you. You understand. And we are quite loath to ask that of you. <laughs> I could probably procure some from Elysium. I was uh, hoping to go there before I went home for the day. I'm hoping that maybe, now that I know a little bit more, the blind air may be more forthcoming with answers. Or I could perhaps talk to one of the other residents of Elysium who are less antagonistic. Much more helpful. Then we will wait here for your return. Right. Um, I guess that's it then, unless you can think of anything else I should know or anything else I can answer regarding <laughs> all of this. Not at the moment, no, but you have given us quite a lot to think about. I understand. It was a lot for me, too. Ah. Uh, I have faith, though. I mean... I don't know. I guess as long as we put our heads together and put all of our effort forward, I think we can manage it. I don't really believe that there's such thing as, as an insurmountable obstacle. One must always have faith in the best. All right. Well, thank you for your time. And uh, I'll be back as soon as I can. We will wait in the throne room for your return. Right. And um, that was going to be like my thing, I guess, going to Elysium. So do you want to... Yep do that now or go back to ape or what are we doing we will go back to ape and we will cover that when we swing back around to you sounds good i do want to ask though um are you just going to teleport straight there from arthur's chambers probably why just curious uh yeah i was just going to try and teleport straight to elysium or at the very least teleport to the gate if i had to you can, in fact, jump straight to Elysium. All right. So, that's what I was going to do. Excellent. So, Grant Harrison. Yes. It's some random day. What are you doing okay. today? I mean, aside from my Jesus, usual it's random day already, I didn't put out decorations. Ah, fuck! Damn it. Um, aside from doing my usual research, teleportation, try and figure out what the hell to do with the Great Worm and the Pale Rider, uh, shit. I should probably be like doing my second job, the job that I actually enjoy doing. Maybe. I mean, if you insist. Yeah. Well, you are. Uh... But while you are in the middle of that, your brand starts a burning. Oh my god. Always oh, at the worst possible times. Okay. 
uh, I'll finish it up and I'm like, uh, I'll give the usual excuse of artist needs food badly and just head on home, set up the teleportation, and pop over. You are inside of the summer court. You are greeted by the court attendant. Whomst uh, I know the name of, but nobody has asked yet. Hey, I'm sorry. Look, if we, if we're gonna keep doing this, I really have to learn your name. Gregory. He looks suspicious. I listen. You don't have to give me your true name. I I'm terrible at true name magic anyway. But like, if you want to give me a fake name to just call you by, that's fine with me too. I I don't need. I don't need a real name. I just need something to call you. Rickles. Everybody calls me Chipalna. Chippo for short. All right, Chippo. Sounds good. So, uh, are we racing today or are you not in the mood? What are you here for? The brand, the thing is, the queen is calling me. Oh, well, then we're not going to keep the queen waiting. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, yeah, let's fucking race. I guess I got to roll for that. <laughs> eh. Um. Hmm. I've won the last couple times, so we can say that he won, but it was close. He wins by a hair. Yeah. All right. I uh, I go. Good job. All right. I'm just gonna just. I can show myself from here. Uh, I guess. It's not. It's not as decisive as I would have liked, but I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, maybe you might kick my ass on the on the return trip. Ah, uh, come on, come on, come uh, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm heading there. I'm, I'm talking to him about this on, as we are walking there. I know, but he's gonna he's gonna give you a little bit of shit anyways. Yeah. He needs to he needs to get you figured out, and part of getting you figured out is giving you a little bit of shit. Yeah. It's like, listen, dude, I'm not gonna give it to you, but like maybe. You just... Maybe you have, like, some sort of hidden technique that I haven't seen yet. I don't know. Why, what do you think I am? One of your 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 Britney's animes? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me sometimes. The term <laughs> is Brianimation. Britannimation. <laughs> <laughs> Brit anyway, I will head to the Queen and give the proper bows of respect ah excellent come 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 this way this way i walk with her before i send you on this task today i am going to need you to sign a contract you're making me actually sign something instead of just promising three times that's interesting were it simply between the two of us i would accept a verbal agreement, but this is going to involve more than just my court. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, I would like to read over the contract first. The contract essentially says anything you see in the spring or fall courts in the course of serving the queen of the summer court is not something you will ever speak of to anyone. It's basically, hey, 
Uh, these are my allies. Keep their state secrets. Oh, yeah. That's okay. I'll sign that. Yeah, and it is it is not designed to fuck you. I'm not even going to make you roll for, for it. It's it's an extremely simple contract. There's, there isn't any, like, fake bullshit hidden in there in order to, I don't know, sign you into slavery for the King of Spring or something. <laughs> you are not getting fucked here. Okay. Right. But yeah, Grant, Grant will sign that. Grant never gets fucked. You assume Grant wants to be fucked most of the time. I mean, come on. Have you seen the way the guy dresses? <laughs> he definitely never wants it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Ava, would you? <laughs> Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So after the contract is signed, the queen turns to you and says, So, in theory, your task today should be quite simple. I need you to go to the Court of Spring and retrieve a small project that they've been working on for me. Officially, I cannot send any of my citizens to pick it up. But you are not one of my citizens. So you can. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Uh, so I will give another polite bow, and then I will start immediately uh, heading over to Spring Court. Yep. Chippo takes you back to the teleportation square, and you take the circle that leads you over to the Spring Court. Mm-hmm. You are greeted by the Spring Court attendant, who is, again, this incredibly stuffy elf. Hello. Hi. Hello. Are you the attendant of the Summer Court that we were told to expect? Uh, yes. Hello. You're going to step Excellent. Right this way. Alright, I will follow him. And you are you are not led to the palace. You're led uh, sort of a ways off to the side of it, and then into a large tree, and then down. You are led down a very long flight of stairs. If you consider like installing an elevator in here or how crass. We would never dream of such a thing. Yeah, I thought not. 50 points from Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Grant is either a Hufflepuff or a Ravenclaw. He is not. Oh, you Grant fucking wish Grant you were fucking Ravenclaw. wishes he could be a Ravenclaw. That's why I said Hufflepuff first. We <laughs> <laughs> get passed over for dodgeball and Hufflepuff, motherfucker. <laughs> this quiz to find out which member of SoCal Squad you are. What house in <laughs> Harry Potter you're in. So you, you are led down and down and down into uh, what winds up being a very wide space. And it's 
the, the first thing you notice about this place is the smell. It isn't like rancid, but it is sharp. Hmm. And then the, the sounds begin to trickle into your senses, and it's, it is busy down here. There's a lot of people like moving back and forth between what you can see are workstations. There are lots of people working spells. There are people working with uh, alchemy, you might guess. Definitely something involving like potions. And it is it isn't a one for one, but from maybe some of the the stories Steiner has relayed, this very much feels like the Spring Court's equivalent of the Winter Court's science labs. Okay. Although what you're seeing down here is very much biological. I guess we know where the fucking cockatrice came from. So the uh, the spring court attendant hands you off to some sort of like lab assistant type person. Mm-hmm. Humpst is yet another elf, and the attendant leaves, and the elf just sort of sizes you up. Yeah. Okay. I can absolutely beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and eventually, said she says, "Yeah, okay." I can see how you would work for this. Okay, that's oddly ominous, but I'll take it as a compliment. And, uh, the Queen of Summer made you sign the contract, right? Yep, I'm not saying a single goddamn thing about what I see down here. Excellent, excellent. Very good. Extremely glad to hear it. All right. So, if you'll follow me right this way. I will do so. She will lead you back, and you get a pretty good look at the laboratory space back here. And while there isn't another fucking dragon cockatrice back here, you are very much seeing a lot of, like, hybrid magical creatures. Certainly nothing of any, like, sapience back here. They aren't, like, fusing minotaurs with mermaids or whatever. Okay. Just, um... God, what was the name of... What the fuck was the name of that one book that had the, like, island where a bunch of animals were, like, slapped together Dr. in other ways? Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau, thank you. Yes, you're, there, there was very much a Dr. Moreau's kind of thing going on down here. For some reason, uh, Weird Science by Oingo Boingo pops into uh, Grant's head. And... In fact, I want to see if, if you spot this one. Uh, roll me sharp. Okay, I'm fairly good at sharp. If I wasn't That's rolling like crap, I'd be fairly good <laughs> at sharp. Yeah, well, in, uh, in this case, um, you're, you're not going to get too strong of a look, but you do get something of a glimpse of a very large cat. Oh, shit. Okay. That explains that one, too. So you have it way, way, way far into the back. And in fact, once you get past a certain point, you wind up passing through like the magical equivalent of a decontamination chamber and then a series of like very heavy doors. Okay. 
And once you get back, all the way back, you find a small room with like a single workstation. There's one elf working at it who seems to have kind of a case of the jitters, although that might just be how they are. It might not be an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're working over something that looks like almost like a beating heart. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure if I ask any questions, they're not going to tell me anything because it's a state secret, so I'm not going to. So the lab attendant that was escorting you turns to you and says, all right, this is your package. What, with the heart? The heart, yes. Okay. Now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This heart needs to stay viable until it gets back to the summer court. Oh, I see where this is going. And if it leaves this room as is, it will self-destruct, essentially. It can only survive mm -hmm. in a few very, very specific environments, and I can see it on your face that I really don't need to explain anymore at this point. Yeah, we're just, just open me up and put it in me. Let's go. Uh, fortunately, we won't need to open you up. We are better than that. Okay. Small comforts, I guess. That's not to say that it's not going to be unpleasant, though. Uh... You know what? At this point, I mean, I'm oddly used to immense amounts of pain. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, if uh, I, I am going to need you to remove your shirt, though. I do need to get at your back. Okay. Uh, Grant removes it. See literally all the tattoos now. Yep. She does not comment on any of them. Yeah, it's fine. And you hear some some squishing and squelching behind you. And she says, <sighs> Okay, if, if you could just do your very, very best to hold as still as you possibly could, it'll make this all go faster. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, she, you, she puts her hand on your back, and it doesn't hurt precisely, but you feel your skin open up. You know, I don't know if this is worse than the two times that I decided that I didn't need bones. Oh, good. Then you already have some experience with the sensation of radical body manipulation. Uh, yeah. It was gross and weird. Hmm. Excellent. Then you should maybe do alright with this. And then you feel her, like, pull this opening a little wider, and then there's, like, a pause, and then you feel her press something into your internal organs, and it is mm. beating like a heart does. Okay, that's... I can't, I'd like to have you roll me plus tough. I'm actually fairly okay at tough, but knowing my rolls tonight, I'm gonna fucking fail this. Hey! Guess what? 
excellent. So, so it doesn't hurt, but it it is it is a gross. Your your body like tries to reject what uh, what it feels, and your your body's first move to reject things that are inside it is to throw up. Yep, I go, excuse me real quick, and then I just run to the random corner, and I just... Okay. Uh, I think it doesn't help. Okay. Okay. And it doesn't help that as you are throwing up, there is still a magically opened hole in your back to your internal organs. God. And as you are walking back, the lab assistant just looks annoyed. Have you ever had that? Listen, just... It's, uh, it's gross, okay? It's gross. Are you prepared to continue? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I don't have anything left in my stomach anyway. <sighs> turn around. I turn around. And as she pushes it back in, you can hear her muttering under her breath in Elvin. I do not understand. Molly did not teach me that in the time we were together, so... Those syllables don't sound happy oh, to you. Oh, no, no, I, I understand that it's not happy syllables, but, like, I don't understand what the extent of the curse words are. <laughs> uh, but, so the, the heart is pressed into you, and you feel like tendrils spread out through your chest cavity and like wrap around some of your organs. It's a little bit difficult to breathe. Okay. All right. You kind of have to piss now because it's squeezing on your bladder a little. Uh, I can wait. Uh, but after after a couple minutes of adjustments. You are sealed back up, and she slaps you on the back. This was awful. This was just straight up awful. I hate it, and I hate everything about it, but it was nice meeting you. You know, I would have said the same had you not uh, thrown up uh, yeah, in, our, yeah. in our incredibly difficult to decontaminate, hyper-clean, hyper-secure magical biological sciences chamber. I'm sorry. Maybe don't shove a heart in my back. It's, I'm sorry, it's just, it's gross. It's just gross. Yes, vomit is gross, thank you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they are probably responsible for you almost dying on more than one occasion. So technically, yeah. they owe you. Yeah, yeah. I don't say that out loud, though. As far as I'm concerned, as soon as I'm out of here, I'm like, what state secrets? <laughs> Uh, so, you are escorted back out. I don't suppose you're in the mood to s try and start any shit. No. God, no. They have put a heart in me. I don't no idea what else they're capable of doing. See, the fun thing about the spring court is that they can do a full autopsy, and you'll be alive on the other end of it. Interesting. Yes, very, very good. 
Uh, so internally, I'm screaming. This is why Amalia wanted to leave. This is why Amalia wanted to leave. <laughs> uh, so you can, uh, you are escorted back to the entrance to the underground laboratory, and are just like shown the stairs, and the attendant just like motions up and says, "Try not to uh, get into any fights on your way back, please." I'll do my level best. And I start walking up the stairs. Because like hell, I'm... Bringing out one of the sticks for this. Has Grant considered how he's getting this thing out yet? Oh, no. No, the thought has occurred to him. It's not going to be pretty. One way or another. Fortunately, you are friends with an amateur surgeon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that'll spoil it. <laughs> Dr. Steiner, I need you to remove someone else's heart from me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Whatever. So, you exit the, the staircase and exit the tree. And, you know, what do you do from here? I mean, I'm just gonna try and head back right away and deliver this to the queen because the sooner I deliver it the sooner it is out of me that's extremely wise on your way back you hear a dog barking excitedly and then from a little ways away you hear someone shouting Amy Amy no no Amy Amy it's hey she is bolting at you. Oh, oh, no, no, Amy, Amy, stay. Amy, stay. Uh, she is like stay. blink bolting at you. Uh, I'm going to try and get away because no, no, this is going to ruin the heart if she hits me that hard. Big dog wants kisses. You cannot deal with big dog right now. No, I guess we'll be act under pressure. Maybe get maybe give me a roll that isn't garbage today. Yeah, maybe. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Unfortunately, That's I do 12. not have advanced to uh, act under pressure. Ah, uh, I knew you could do it. I find a stick and I throw it, and Amy chases it instead. I'm so proud of you. Yay! That was, by the way, for the folks at home, boxcars. <laughs> So you apparently have a plus zero to cool? Am I yeah. saying that correct? Yeah, I have a plus zero to cool. The okay. class change really fucked me up with cool. So, so you you do think quickly and find a large stick and manage to play fetch with Amy until the kangaroo man who runs the kennels gets back to the kennels and then gets back to you with the leash and manages to make Amy heal. Amy, I love seeing you again, girl, but, like, I got a thing I need to do, but maybe we can play some more later. Roll Charm to negotiate with the dog. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Actually, technically, it would be sharp if I'm using Manipulate Someone, so that, no. would, that would be a nine. <laughs> but no, that, I'm, I'm not even going to count that as part of my I'm experience. I'm sorry, this Colin, a you cannot outsmart a dog. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> This big, excitable dog barks at you, and right. she she doesn't wag her tail. Her tail wags her. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill does that thing where like it wags so hard that it starts going up and down, so it just ends up spinning like a helicopter. <laughs> the attendant's like, "I'm so sorry, man. She, she she's nah, usually it's, it's never fine. like that. It's fine. It's fine. We got to know each other real good, so it's fine. All right. As long as you're okay, I'm yeah. uh." I guess I need to be giving her more exercise if she's like this. I'll see about adjusting my schedules. You, uh, you have a good one. You too, man. Then I will head a little bit faster back to the summer court so that way something like that doesn't happen again. Grant, roll to power walk. <laughs> I'm so glad Jesus that Christ. these rolls don't actually count. Yeah, same. <laughs> How are you this bad today? Right, your pants fall down and everyone sees your dick. You know what? You know what, Colin? I'm mm-hmm. real glad that I'm getting all of your bad rolls out of the way right now so I don't absolutely fucking murder your ass next week. Yeah. Uh, so, you uh, you get back to the uh, teleportation square and the attendant sends you back to the summer court. All right. I tell Jippo, I can't race this time. Uh, I got an important thing I need to do. Sensitive. But uh, definitely return trip when I leave. Alright, alright. Okay, and then I just head straight for the queen. And I'm like, and I do the polite bow a little bit faster. Oh, no. Except, as uh, as you enter the main courtyard, by coincidence, the music hits a particular upswing. And a couple of the court <laughs> citizens try and like grab you by the arms and pull you into one of the big dances that they like to do. Uh, no, no, I got business for the queen urgent. I, I really need to. I, I promise I'll come back, I guess. You are currently being drowned out by the merriment. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm being drowned out by the merriment doesn't matter how loud I shouted, I guess. I guess I'll just try to avoid them trying to pull me in by, like, sort of, like, maneuvering around them so that way I can just head straight for the queen. Alright, roll to dodge. This is where the bad roll's gonna happen. Oh no! Holy shit! I got the I got the bad rolls out of the way, so 11. Alright, yes. You can sort of loop your way around the crowd and manage to avoid everybody's hands. A couple of people are like calling after you trying to get you back in. I give like the uh, like the one minute like the universal like one minute sign and then I have to point towards the uh, throne room and then I head that way just to let them know I will be back like this 100% once I get this thing out of me. I'll be fine. I will be down to clown. But get this thing out of me. You heard it here first, folks. Grant Harrison is a member of the Dark Carnival. <laughs> What's your opinion on Fago? I mean, for a dollar soda, it's actually not that terrible. <laughs> I will 100% admit that I've had some Fago before, and it is for a dollar, not bad soda. Granted, if it was more expensive than a dollar, I would be like, no, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> All right, last thing before we get back into the game, Colin, I'm going to need your best whoop whoop. Uh, 
Um, I actually don't know enough. <laughs> whoop whoop, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Thank you. All right. You're so, welcome. You, uh, you approach the queen. None of that's getting cut out, by the way. And okay. uh, she, she turns to you. <laughs> says, ah, wonderful. I'm glad to see that you have returned so soon. Yeah, yeah, I kind of... They had to... I think you know already, so... Um, yeah, I just yes. wanted to... What they did to you is precisely the reason why it had to be done to you. Yeah, yep. Now, I know I'm not the one who's supposed to be asking the favors and such, but, like, if you could get this thing out of me, like, right now, I'd really appreciate it. Oh, we absolutely do not want to allow you to hold on to that for any longer than we have to. Thank you. Please come with me. And she will uh, lead you down one of the uh, the corridors into the deeper parts of the palace. You are led through another set of doors into a greenhouse, question mark. But there's a lot of, like, workstations around. Mm-hmm. She turns to... I'm going to say a dryad, because that's most appropriate for what's about to happen to you. She turns to a dryad and says, Have you properly prepared the seed? And the dryad nods at her, and she uh. says, Excellent. And she holds out her hand, and the dryad reaches down and under the table and ha- pulls out a small ceramic cylinder, and they unscrew the top and upend it over her hand. And a see is a it's it's about the size of a walnut falls into her hand, and she holds it out to you, and says, "Will you require water to swallow this, or can you do it dry?" <sighs> I'm gonna need some water, please. She will hold out her hand for you to take the seed. I take the seed, and she will. Someone will show up with a flagon of water. All right. Okay. Pop it in my mouth and chug, chug, chug. Give me another tough roll. I just want to see how well you do with this. Well, knowing my rolls, I'm going to immediately throw it back up and have to do it again. Well, seven. You do. It gets stuck in your throat at one point. Stop killing me. (laughs) <laughs> you wind up having to uh, to just like down the entire flagon of water in order to get it. Uh, there we go. Okay, got it. Whew. Very good. Now, hold still. And she places her hand on your stomach. Oh no. And there's this like thrum of magic through your entire body. And... Ooh, that's ooky. You can feel something happening in your mm. stomach. Uh, uh, not sure which one's worse. And then mm. you feel like something shift in your like chest cavity, and the the pressure that the heart was putting on you like dissipates, but you feel extremely full. Okay. Well, and then, and then. You feel it begin to move back up your esophagus. 
Oh, oh god. Oh. <laughs> then it's you basically you half vomit up like this big knot of wood. <laughs> and the dryad catches it as it comes out of your mouth. It's just been a weird day. My god, there's so much I could say about this that I'm just going to... I, mean, I choose not to. <laughs> so then the, the dryad, like, cleans it off and then hands it to the queen, and the queen inspects it. Oh, this is gross. Give this to me. <laughs> As she passes it back to the dryad, she turns to you and says, Excellently done, Grant Harrison. Thank you. Is is that all for now? That will be all for today, yes. Alright. Uh, I'll Send give you a... a link later. <laughs> uh, I will give a another bow, and then I will go out and I will join the festivities like I promised I would. Nobody wants to dance with you. How into it are you going to be after the day that you've had? <sighs> it depends on how drunk I get. That's a question only you who have the yeah. power to answer. Uh, you know what? After the day that Grant had, he needs a couple drinks, so he's going to get pretty into it. Right on. You can spend, I don't know, the entire fucking next day partying if you want. Yeah. Let me roll cool to see if I fucking beat Jippo again. You're drunk as hell. I'm going to want some minuses on that. Uh, okay, well, I mean, depending on how much of a minus you want, that is either an 8, a 7, or 6 under. I don't think I would ask for a minus 3, so that's okay. a 7. Yeah. Again, he beats me, but just barely. And this time you have an excuse. Yeah. And I go, good, good job, man. Good job. I'm going home. It has been... A fucking weird day, my man. Try not to die? I make no promises. And then I walk through the portal. Because I know my job. Send your home. Otis doot doot doots his way up to you and... Otis! I will give him little pets and spritches and... I don't know, play with his little weasel toys. I I don't know what kind of toys you would play with a small-ass animal like that. I'm used to cats. Do you, have a, you spend the rest of the day recovering with your pet? Mm-hmm. Alright, Steiner. Hello. It's time for my thing. Your thing? My thing. Your thing. So, Steiner, one day, while you are just working in your lab, I am going to say, you get a text message from Victor. Hmm. Alright. Alright, this is happening. Alright. I uh, check my messages. It's pretty simple. It just says, hello, professor. If it isn't too much trouble, 
I have a, another consultation question for you. I was hoping we could meet up. Uh, I'm just going to fire back. Sure. Give me the date and location. Daytime location, you know, all that. Well, if you are free to meet today, we could meet today and we can meet at the park that we met at previously. Okay. I don't think my, I think my schedule's pretty clear. So yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Here's a, here's the question. Do, how do I play this without making the Ram suspicious? How far gone is he? Is that is he going to expect me to try to play this coy, or is he going to want something more bombastic and super villainy? Personally, I think I'm going to go with coy. Right on. It's like easier because, like, I can like I can't roll back bombastic super villainy. Like I, that might be what the, the Ram and his degenerated state expects. But Koi is the safer. You can ramp up, but it's pretty hard to ramp down. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I will go meet Victor at the appointed time and location. It's just the uh, just the same little spot in the park that you uh, you met him at before. He's again just playing chess with a stranger. And. As you approach, he notices you and seems to step his game up a little bit. And before too long, the stranger is mated and dismissed. All right. <sighs> Hello again, Victor. Afternoon, Professor. How have you been? I've been all right. Been. It's been an interesting month. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Are you all right? Oh, I'm I'm fine. I just ran into a. a it, it, I don't. It doesn't need. It's not important. I've. I managed. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, is the um, is the arm new? Yes, the arm is new. Um, it's an updated design. A little more lightweight. A little more functional. Interesting. I suppose I should keep this brief. I, I, I am not blind to the fact that you don't want to be here, so I will um, yeah, get yeah. straight to business. All right, all right, all right. What do we need today? Uh, so we have um, not to not to give you too much detail, so you can keep out of this. We have acquired a target, and we are attempting to reach it. And our current obstacle is an elevator. An elevator. All right. As the biometrics on it are not anything we've ever seen before. Biometrics on an... All right. Okay. You're going for some big targets, are you? This is, this is something really special. If our if our information is correct, yes. Well, show me what you have, and let's take a look. All right. He will reach down into his satchel and 
Well, no, first he'll clear that chessboard, just pack that up away. But then on the little table he's got set up, he will place a manila envelope with uh, some rough schematics. They very much like, it's, it's very obvious that he didn't get these from the manufacturer. They're just like best guesses on things. But from what you can tell, this elevator, it could double as a vault in itself. This is a hell of an elevator, Victor. What just... Ah. All right, all right. So biometrics, let's see here. So unfortunately, what we're looking at here seems to be a combination of retinal scans and DNA sequencing. Okay, DNA, is it pulling blood or what type of, is it any kind of DNA or? It seems to be that the writers are pricking their fingers as they enter the elevator. So it's definitely blood. All right. Uh, Blood isn't, well, depending on who the target is, the blood isn't hard to get. Uh, Let's see. The, The retinal scans will be an issue. I think I can make you something, or at least give you the design plans for something that will copy and then effectively replicate retinal scans. So, question will be getting access to uh, someone who has, well, that access without arousing suspicion. All right, let me... Let me make some... Do you have a piece of paper? I didn't bring any. Or just even a napkin or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he'll reach into his satchel and pull out a notepad and then pass you a pencil as well. Right. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Let me just do some basic... uh... All right. And... All right, uh, we'll use that. That's pretty basic, but we can work from here. Uh, let's see. All right. I'll need to refine these drawings a little bit more, but this should be able to, in, in theory, i would have to actually build a device to test it first. But theory, this should be able to make copy of a retinal scan and then display it in such a way that it should fool most retinal scanners. Most. I don't... If I had the exact specifications of the scanner you're trying to beat, I could guarantee it, but... hmm. We could certainly try and get that information for you while you're working on your designs. Right. Victor, I know that I know that you keep this I know this is information that I don't need to know but just where are you hitting that has a elevator like this? I, I, in in old you, we go, we are, we are old friends and 
I'm asking you, I know I don't, I know it's a lot to tell me what this is, but I, as, as an old friend, I just want to, I'm just, I'm curious what even, what building even has something like this? It's a materials company in Massachusetts. Okay, so like out of character, would Steiner have a pretty good guess as to maybe... Can I roll sharp to see if Steiner can make a pretty good guess at this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. That's a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. So I'm going to say that there are like maybe two like materials companies in the United States that would do something like this and really only one of them is in Massachusetts okay do you want me to just like make up a name or are you going to make up a name yeah make up a name do it okay Victor are you I'm going to look around and make sure nobody's eavesdropping I'm just going to play that up are you hitting applied materials technologies yeah might be we never cracked that why now are you asking to know what we're going for? That's, you know, I don't want, I, 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 I this is already a bit much, but just, we never cracked this one. We worked on this for months and decided it was impenetrable. Why are you going after it now? Well, because we found out what's in their vault. And it's, it's just too good. I have to know. I have to know. He he kind of looks excited. He says, are, are you sure? <sighs> I, I built an, I've, okay, I've built a life here, but I, I always wanted to know what the hell they were hiding. Oh. They have ingots of an entirely new element. What does... Do you have any idea what the element... What are the properties of it? We don't know. We just know that it's higher up. It's got a bigger number than anything on the periodic tables ever had before, and it's stable. It's... It's stable? Yeah. I I have to see... I have to see it. I have to know. I have to touch it. I have to see it. I. God. Vic- Victor. Yeah. Do you? I can't believe I'm asking this, but do you maybe need? Do you have? Do you maybe need another person on your team? Oh, we always have room for another set of hands. All right. Um, would would well, I assume you'll contact me? But I have to. I completely stable. All right. All right. I'll get you. I'll look on these designs. If you can get me that improved. If you can get me the specs, the better specs for the retinal scanner. I'll get this. I'll get these to you. I can have that done in 
a day, two, maybe two. We'll get right on it. Yeah. Cracked it. Did you actually crack it? Are we going? <laughs> all right. We, all right. We actually, we actually cracked it. It's, we've, we've had it sort of on the back burner basically this whole time. Just put, you know, a day into it here, a day into it there for all these years, really. We never really stopped working on it. That'd be all scattered to the winds. Who'd you round up? Oh, that doesn't matter. We probably shouldn't talk about this here. This is already towing the line a little bit. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. I'm going to go back and work on this. If you can get me those schematics or anything, you can get me any more information about the scanners. Uh, all right. You know how to contact me. I assume you you'll contact me about this. Yes, as soon as okay. I have it. Excellent. Ah, well, it's been good talking to you, Victor. It's always nice to catch up with a friend. Likewise, Professor, it's been... It's always wonderful to, to talk to you. And he holds out a hand. I, I, of course, shake his hand. He's kind of cold and clammy. But he... There is no dearth of enthusiasm to his handshake. Ah, uh, well, I'll see you later. Um... Hit me up for, you know, just a trip to the bar, just like old times. Anything, anytime you want. Absolutely. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll make his way down to the closest bus stop. I will start heading back toward my lab, and I'm like, did I play that too, did, was that too obvious? Did I play that too obvious? Uh, I don't know, he seems to have bought it, or at least to convince himself that I'm serious about it. Hmm. Mm. Mm. All right, well, one foot in the door here. So, um, I'm not going to make this too, too much longer, but, uh, you know, a couple, uh, couple of days pass, you go back to your lab and you do put time into it. I want to say, like, three days later, Victor has a make and model number of the retinal scanner for you. All right, this is fine. I just need to tune this, tune this a little bit finer, and it should be more than capable of beating the scanner. The question will be getting someone who has access. Yeah, so that'll be something for you to contemplate going forward. Yay! Alright, so Roxanne Yes It's time to do your thing My thing Which is to say it's time for us to Rejoin the scene Back at it again in Elysium Does a million backflips Accidentally kicks one of the Fucking amber orbs off into the abyss (laughs) Yeah, okay That fits Uh, so, where precisely are you teleporting to, and whomst precisely are you seeking out? Um, hmm, I'm teleporting to, uh, I guess probably, like, the entrance 
of the big palace in the center. All right. And uh, I'm not really sure who I'm seeking out, because, like, <laughs> I haven't thought that far ahead, basically. I figured I'd just run into somebody. All right. Yes, you can, uh... <laughs> no, that's fine. I can work with it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so you teleport in and just sort of look around. And as you sort of devise your plan of attack here, you are greeted with a Roxanne Harrison. Hello to you. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you doing this day? It is wonderful to see you. How are you doing this day? Oh, I'm I'm doing just fine. Thank you. And yourself? I am doing... I am doing... Oh. Is something wrong? Nothing is wrong. I am just... Not... I do not know how to explain it properly. I am happy to see you. I am extremely happy to see you, Roxanne Harrison. I am, however, in a state of general distress over the fate of the world right now, and it is putting a little bit of a rain cloud on your visit. Right. Kind of the subject of my visit, in fact. I was, uh, hoping I could speak to the blind air about something. I will be more than happy to escort you to them, if you would like. Oh, please. It would be much nicer to have somebody else there, at least for a little bit. Then please come right this way. I would offer you my arm, but I'm afraid that I cannot move them. They are purely decorative. It is fine. Uh, the two of you can get into the Blind Air's grand audience chamber, and Yellboy will sort of hang back to let you do your business. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I guess I'll just go in. Hi. I don't suppose you expected to see me today? Curiously enough, today was not a junction point, so we did not see you coming. Well, despite how uh, famously well my last attempt to get you to answer a question it went, I'm here looking for some information. So obviously, I've run into the Pale Rider, or whatever their actual name is, and I'm hoping maybe you can shed some light on something. Their weapon, the sword that they use, I want to know what it is. Can you tell me anything about it? We are aware of the nature of the Sovereign's weapon, although perhaps not to the extent that you may wish us to be. We are aware of its material composition. However, we have never made it a priority to study the material itself. So the answers that we could provide you on its properties are 
limited. However, our site has not shown us that you having this knowledge will cause bad outcomes, so we will offer you anything that you would ask for. Well, you know what it's made out of. I don't suppose you know why, then, the wounds it makes can't be healed with magic, or at least any magic that I am, or my associates are personally aware of? This is only to the best of our knowledge, you must understand. We were never especially inclined to any sort of magic beyond one in particular, so we are only able to speculate. However, we are aware that the materials that the Sovereign's weapon is composed of are unique to Elysium. It is found nowhere else in any creation that we have ever seen before. And so we believe that it carries the properties of this place, meaning that it has a certain tie to death as a concept. And so healing magic, which is a form of magic predicated on the propagation and repair of life, is uniquely thwarted by it. Hmm. Okay, then. That makes sense. So then, the problem is that we are... thinking about it in the wrong manner, probably. Um, another... question, then, I suppose. What is it about it that makes it invisible to... everyone except those with... Uh, the the Voxen Eye. As you have no doubt noticed, the crystal is quite visible to the naked eye otherwise. So whatever is being done to it to cause it to not be visible is not something that we can talk to you about. Hmm. Okay. Alright, that's that's completely fair, actually. It's it's something relating to the Pale Rider rather than the sword itself, I understand. Okay. Then, I guess I have one last question. Is there, would it be admissible if I could take a piece of the, a small sample of the crystal with me to work on counteracting its effects because I don't think that our chances are very good if we can't counteract the weapon that the Sovereign uses, that the Pale Rider uses. We do not see how it could cause any harm to allow you to take some. Alright then. I don't suppose you'd be forthcoming with any other information then? Or is this something that would uh, negatively impact the outcome if you were to just tell me. Because at this point, I will take any and all information you are willing to impart on me, regardless of my opinions. You have been very helpful. Uh, so, the blind air is silent for a moment. 
And then from behind you, you hear, I believe I was summoned. Uh, hello. Ah, good evening, Roxanne Harrison. Have I been called to assist you in some way? Um, I had just asked if there was any other information that I could obtain in my visit in regards to the Pale Rider. I had originally come to ask about it, uh, their weapon, but any information that I can get is vital. I see. Just a moment. And they turn and face the blind air and there's no like verbal communication between them but after a couple of seconds bad news says I see one moment Roxanne Harrison please take your time and they start walking towards the blind air and as they do they draw their sword oh. and they get right up in front of the sort of crystal cone that the blind air is encased in, and then they stop there, and something in their posture for the first time communicates a kind of uncertainty. But then that dissipates, and they fade back and swing and take a chunk off of the top. Oh. You know what? I don't know enough about any of this to make a comment. This is weird. So, like, didn't, like, take a chunk out of the blind air, just the crystal that they are encased in? Just the crystal, yeah. Okay. The majority of the soul in Elysium is utilized for structural purposes. There is not too much that we could give away from you without compromising this place. Compromising it. Okay. Is this one of those things, talk too much about it, and it's you risk drawing the ire of whatever you're talking about kind of things? In a sense, yes. There are natures to this place that we cannot discuss with you. <laughs> okay. Alright. I guess that is... Uh, that makes perfect sense. For the time being, you may take this chunk. We are not using it for any important purposes other than our continued survival. This is not so much that we are putting ourselves at risk. Right, of course. Uh, I would not want you to um, hurt yourself. You know, I will be honest. I had maybe expected you to be much less helpful than you are being. But thank you for uh, thank you for your help. It's actually given me a lot to think about and I think uh, I think the information you've given me might be very useful you must understand we are working towards what we perceive to be the best outcomes 
And the best outcomes in this case are the survival and prosperity of the human race. While we are working under some restrictions, and while our opinions of some of your decisions are less than favorable, we do not have an unfavorable opinion of you in particular. We only wish that you would do what is necessary and not allow yourself to become distracted by these things. Outside of that, we wish no ill upon you. Right. Just pragmatism, not malice. I, uh, I get it. Well, maybe we won't see eye to eye on this, but I can at least appreciate that you're doing what you believe or know to be best. And I hope you can understand that I'm making choices that I believe might be best in this case, even if you don't agree with them. We do understand, and we do genuinely hope that we will not be made to force your hand again. Of course. Ah, if you'll pardon me, I think uh, it's about time that I take my leave. I've got uh, things to deliver and people to speak to about things that I've learned. We wish you all the luck in all of creation. Thank you. And for what it is worth, Roxanne, we look forward to the day that we can speak to you uninhibited and provide you with the full picture. You know what? Me too. So are you going to just like teleport straight out? Or are you going to like walk back outside with your angel buddies? Like what's the plan here? Uh, I should at least say goodbye. So yeah, you can, uh, you can walk yourself out of the main chamber. Bad news and Yellboy will go with you. Once you are like outside, Bad News says that was extraordinarily distressing. I'm sorry that I that it was necessary for you to do. I uh, hmm. as important as it is, I don't want you to have to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. And I certainly didn't come here with that intention. I absolutely believe that you did not intend anything ill to any of us today. I have simply never been asked to draw my weapon on my creator. I think I sort of understand what you're saying. Perhaps the most distressing thing about it was how casual they were about the order. Well, they do seem... They do seem very pragmatic about everything. And I will do my best to bring his piece back in one piece. 
once everything is uh, taken care of. It'll be some good news between us for once. I look forward to the day. And Yellboy has been kind of quiet this whole time for once in his entire goddamn existence. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> he, uh... He, he, like, floats over, and uh, he floats over to bad news, and kind of, like, butts his head into bad news' side. Uh, I'm not sure what to say here. <laughs> Is everything alright? I am attempting to comfort our distressed friend. Unfortunately, I cannot see if it is working from this position. You will need to keep me updated. Oh, my heart. <laughs> I think it's working. Bad news fucking reaches down and pats Yellboy on the head. Oh, no. <laughs> I, um, I think I uh, need to be going now. I, uh, got things to go over with people. Uh, gotta go save the world, right? Yes. And you must live to see the other side of it. Please. I've got better things to do than die. So you can teleport out of there, back to the palace. The sultans are, in fact, waiting for you, as they said they would be. Nice, 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 nice. I, uh, deliver the the crystal, and I guess I just relay the information about how it seems to have ties to death conceptually since it comes from Elysium, if that helps them in any way understanding how it works. Cleopatra and uh, Catherine will, like, pass it back and forth to each other, just sort of looking it over, and Osman will uh, just turn to you and say, that will certainly help us a great deal. We will contact you the moment that we have learned anything about it. I'm, I'm leaving it in your extremely capable hands. Uh, we will endeavor not to disappoint you. Oh, you could never disappoint me. And, uh... I have a thought that I need to go pass on to somebody. If you'll, if you'll excuse me. And they will all like bow to you, and you can go do whatever you're about I'm to do. I'm not going to get used to that. I'm just going back to the safe house. I need to talk to Magpie about something. Uh huh. All right. Yeah, I'll just uh, go back to the safe house and I need to talk to Magpie about magic, which I don't fucking understand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Magpie, I've got a question for you regarding magic. Yeah, what's up? So, like, when you when you, like, try to heal people, right, you're putting, like, life energy or whatever into them, as far as I understand it? Is that kind of how it works, sort of? I mean, kinda, like sort of, sort of the idea is that like, like the body knows how it's supposed to be. And so I'm, I'm just trying to like, like 
tell it to get back to there. Right. Okay. It's it's like it's like this is when you were this is when you were at your best and you're not there now. So let me help you get back there is sort of the way I've always conceptualized it. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Not a wizard here. I just um so I went uh, don't get mad at me when, before I, after I say this because it was fine. But I went back to Elysium to talk to somebody about something. Uh-huh. And I I found out that the the sword that the Pale Rider has, it's made of well, it's made of crystals. Uh, the material, the stuff my eye is made out of, it's the same thing. It comes from Elysium. And it has... It's not... doesn't come from anywhere else. So the blind heir was telling me that they think that it's connected to death as a concept. Like, literally, instead of doing damage, it is inflicting death, as far as I can guess. Uh Uh-huh. Which would explain why magic isn't working exactly. That was that was their interpretation, right? I guess the question is, could you use magic to rather than uh, not a wizard once again? Could you use magic to remove death rather than give life? I guess. Uh well, um. So, death magic is kind of a big deal, and we try not to f- fuck with it, but... Yeah. Like, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess, in theory, like... I'm not asking you to, like, try this or anything. I just want to know if this... I just, I guess I'm just positing the idea, and I want to know what you think about it. I mean, I I haven't ever heard of somebody using the death genre to heal, but I mean, it's magic. It's technically infinitely malleable, so I'm sure it can be done. I just don't know how. All right. Totally fair. That actually gives me a lot of information on this. Uh, I guess I'll maybe pick Grant's brain about it afterwards, see if he knows anybody in his weird wizard gang. Yeah, um, don't freak out if he freaks out, because this is like, like, from what I understand, it's kind of illegal. But he doesn't seem like he cares about that too much. Yeah, well. But there's kind of a, from my understanding, an almost worldwide moratorium on just straight up death magic. Because that turns into like nuclear arms race kind of bad news real fast once people start dipping their toes into there. So he might freak out, but I'm sure if anyone could get him to come around, it'll be you. Yeah, well, I... Willing to break a few wizard laws if it means saving the world, and I would rather deal with the fallout of 
maybe figuring out how to heal people in this situation over everybody dying. But I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> Alright. Uh, not to just immediately ask you like a real heavy question and disappear, but I need to go and decompress because, you know, not to lower my vibrations, but I hate talking to the blind air. Well, I understand. Please go do what you need to do to be happy. Alright. Thank you, Magpie. That's a good place to call there, it. There, I worked it in. Hooray! Yeah! Uh, Look, I said I would do it. So. Good session. You know what I just realized? Just like, just now? Well, not so much realized, as just thought of. I'm disappointed none of you have called Steiner, Doc, or Steiner Mr. Wizard yet. I don't get the reference, huh. so... I get the reference, and yeah, huh, okay. That's, that's a thing I'm gonna think about. Anyway, because I rolled, like, hot dog shit tonight, I leveled up. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell me about I it. I was... I was planning on taking one specific thing, but, uh, that wouldn't have made sense this session, so I just chose my basically my last advanced improvement and I erased one used luck point so yeah do you have any other level ups left at this point besides retire or class change I have a couple of basic improvements but uh, one of them's just a one of them's just a stat boost and another one is take another flake move and I can't think of any other flake moves that I want which is why I was gonna just class change but that 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 didn't happen because I did not plan on eating so much dog shit tonight. So I just chose that last one instead. Maybe so, next downtime. Yeah, next downtime definitely. You need to stop making Colin roll. No, I love making Colin roll. No, just stop making Colin roll during downtime sessions. The thing is, I roll either extraordinarily well or extraordinarily poorly. There's just no middle ground because, like, that entire last hunt, I maybe failed, like, two rolls the entire hunt. And mm. this time, I succeeded, like, twice. <laughs> uh, you got uh, seven to nines on... Actually, you succeeded more than half the time today. Mm. I still ate, I still rolled, like, hot dog shit. I'm just glad I got two of those uh, rolls, two of those bad rolls as the way, as jokes. <laughs> uh, so, next week is a hunt. And, uh... A hunt. A hunt. Uh, you hunters will hunt, and it's a hunt that I've been... I know I keep saying this, but I've been excited about it for a long time. Well, yeah. It's going to have consequences for prior actions. It's oh, going God. to have a lot no. of animals. Animals. Not consequences for our actions. 
It's going to resolve a mystery. Is it the fucking bird mystery? I might be resolving a bird mystery next (gasps) week. Yes, finally, the bird mystery. (laughs) What are birds? I think Kat literally said that it would be, that it would resolve the bird mystery like last time, but (laughs) yeah. Uh, So get excited about that, everybody. I've got are a lot birds of- judging us? Are we being uh, are we being brought to bird court? Are we gonna face bird law? Bort and blah. We need to get Charlie Day right now. Why do we need Charlie Day? Is this an always sunny reference? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like that or Pacific Rim, and there were no birds in Pacific Rim. <laughs> so <laughs> like a bat creature. Bats aren't birds. No, they're bugs. No, bats are bugs. <laughs> Same <laughs> fucking brain cell. Same brain cell. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Get hype about the hunt next week. And, oh, God, uh, we're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. Have, a, have a good rest of your night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.